Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. And now for your nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language, I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I settle mean. down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up. I told you we'd be back. You just had to wait till Tuesday. And Tuesday's finally here. I'm here. I'm here. Charlie's here. Joe Quillen's here. My man John, John Raiders, 25 on Twitter, Brown Liquor Johnny, as we like to call him, made, oh, made yeah. the, the, uh, the pilgrimage from Atlantic City, Oh wow! that area over there. I'm not going to give exactly where he's from, but he's from the islands over there. Made the pilgrimage all the way up to beautiful South Philadelphia and put the coordinates in 
on his GPS in his car, whatever the hell he drove. I don't even know if he maybe he drives a horse. He looks like a guy who rides a horse. He and he made his way down to 1825 East Monumenton Avenue. He made his way down the moonshine where he found us. And he also found what I found outside was a dumpster right outside the freaking place, right outside of moonshine. Was it when on I fire? pulled up, no, it wasn't. It wasn't on fire yet, and someone picked it up. The dumpster's going in for repair. Okay. But it was a large dumpster. It was I think it was like a one of those uh, 25-yard dumpsters. It was a big guy, industrial okay. type. It was ready for the show that's going to happen tonight because we got a big, big fire ready to light for this evening. Nice. Let's turn this down. So, oh. What are we watching here? We got baseball on the we TV. Got the we got baseball on the TV. On the it's TV. a quiet night here in Moonshine. People are, uh, you know, the normal crowd has, has got some things going on. So we excuse them. Some of the hosts here, uh, like you said, Charlie's here. He's the, uh, the, the I, would, I wouldn't call you third string because you got your own thing here. I, but like you're like the pinch hitter to the pinch hitter. You're the pinch hitter to the pinch hitter. You're here doing the show with us. Our buddy Joe Rafino's here with us in spirit. Uh, Corrado is taking an extended vacation to get over his vacation from being on vacation. Nice. If you follow me. All right. Is he still down the shore? No, he's back home. Oh, no. <laughs> he's just got other things going on. Uh, but we got, like I said, we got a jam-packed show for you now. We're going to try to shove it all in there at once. That's what he said. And um, without further ado, let's get rock and roll. We got some fanboy frenzy. Nice. All right. We got the Kevin Spacey box office disaster, Joe. Nice. We're going to talk a little darts. Talking darts. darts. We're going to talk darts. I love darts, right? darts. The Nationals are having a fire sale. Adrian Peterson's hooking up with the Redskins. Kobe is going to play in the Big Three. We're going to go visit the Big Three and the eight teams that circumference the league because, believe it or not, the Big Three has more teams in that league than the Arena Football League does. Really? Yes, they only have four teams. How many? Four! Wow. Yes, and we're going to go through some of those rosters because it's only going to take about 30 seconds. Nice. And uh, we're going to see if anybody can recognize any of these players of yesteryear and today. Uh, but before we do that, we have to give a, a roaring round of applause. And uh, we'd like to thank the Baltimore Orioles participating in this year's Major League Baseball season because they have been the first team mathematically eliminated from postseason play. I was glad I was able to get the Camden Yards this year to see him play before it happened. Uh, the only recognizable player on the team was Chris Davis when I was out there. Uh, Adam Jones did make a, a, a plate appearance, but... Uh, you know, that team's a team has been fire sailing the entire year. Did I see that they were like 45 or 50 games back in their race? Yeah, it's, it's bad. By the way, it's, it's freaking hot in here, man. It's humid. It's a little humid. It's humid. Joe, Quillen, you, you know how to use a freaking thermostat. There's a thermostat over there. Make sure you just, just crank that off of, a, I don't know, dumpster heat. It's bad. Let me give you the phone number, 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you climb in. And uh, I'm in the mood to give away some gift cards, so be dialing people, as my man Don Best once said. Now, I want to get into this fanboy thing because, you know, I mean, uh, I'm very animate uh, about the fanboy mentality in the world. And we all know what a fanboy is. It's the pom-pom waving, freaking cheering face out of his ass. Paint. It never stops. The face paint, the, the uh, you know, every, everything in their – the 35-year-old grown man with everything in her room resembles her favorite team. Wearing a jersey to their parents' funerals. Ex like exactly. You, you, you spent, you know, your rent and your mortgage on, you know, this week's hot new item because you have to have it and you got to show up to the freaking – the latest event or whatever it is that you're going to. We all know who the fanboy is. And if you, just like my man Mike D once said, if you can't point at the sucker at the table in the first two minutes, you are the sucker, yes, all right? You are. you are the sucker, my man Mike McDermott once said in the movie Rounders. So this gentleman, I don't want to give out the Twitter handle because, actually, you know what? Fuck it, I'll give it out. You don't want to give him the notoriety? No, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. So last week in New York, uh, Aaron Judge is out at a restaurant, and he's having dinner. He's there, and he's, you know, he's, he's hurt right now. He's got, the, he's, got a, he's got a wrist injury, okay? Yep. And he's having dinner, and he's in the back corner of the restaurant. The restaurant's got some people in it or whatever. It's what it's supposed to do. It's a restaurant. It's supposed yeah. to have people in it. They're eating dinner. It's supposed to be packed. He's there with a date, okay? And this guy, Ryan V, 
who is uh, he's got a protected account. And it's at Ryan EMS 132. He tweets out. Here you go at TMZ, both wrists in perfect condition of the arrogant jerk that just lost a fan. Wow. On my birthday, no less. Don't forget that at Judge 44, it's your fans that pay your paycheck. Give me one good reason I should go to your next game to support you. Jesus. So what this guy did is he went up to Aaron Judge, actually got the waiter to go up to see him too, uh, to go up there to get an autograph of Aaron Judge for his birthday. Normally, this is a, not a monumental request. No. When he's at the ballpark, he's not at work right now. No, he's not. He's on his personal time. He owes you nothing. Nothing at all. You don't pay his paycheck. You pay his paycheck by going to the games. The owner pays his paycheck. You pay the owner by watching the game on TV, by going through the turnstiles, by buying the jerseys, by buying the merchandise, by buying the beers, by buying the food, by buying all the crap. That's who pays all the salaries, okay? Aaron Judge did nothing wrong. He owes you nothing. Now, if you were at the ballpark you and you go up. He was up, on a date. He was on a date. He was yeah, with he his was. lady friend. Okay? Listen, if I'm out, if I'm a professional athlete, okay, and I'm out and I'm having dinner with someone, mm-hmm. and someone comes over to me and they're like, hey, listen, can you do this? Can you, like, you know, the first thing I'm going to do to someone, I'm going to tell the waiter, like, look, I'm trying to stay low key here. Exactly. You know what I mean? If someone else comes over, I would kindly just say to them, look, I'm in the middle of dinner right now. Can we do this later? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Or look, you know what, bud? Do me a favor. Just you, you follow me on Twitter. DM me on Twitter. Send me your address. I'll sign something for you. I'll send it over to you. But right now, I'm in the middle of something. I don't have time to, do. to talk to you right now because, let's face it, I don't have to. No, he doesn't. I'm not on the clock. Now, if, I'm at the, if you're at the ballpark, okay, you're going to see Aaron Judge at his office, mm-hmm. okay? And if you go over to Aaron and you say to Aaron, hey, Aaron, it's my birthday, man. Can you sign a ball? Hey, kid, no problem. Come on over. I'll sign a thing for you. It's fine. Yeah. These players don't owe you anything. I agree to that, but I do have one thought on it. Go ahead. Now, if he's out with his family or if he's out with a girl, he owes you nothing. If he's out with a bunch of his teammates, I could see him signing stuff. I if he's out with his team, okay. Now, if you go out with all the team, now you know that like, the, these players they travel and they go to different yeah. cities, and when they go to the ho- they go to the hotel bars, they mm-hmm. go out, they they go around the city. They usually fly low-key, though, and they don't all travel in one group. No, they don't. You'll see, like, three or four of them here and there. You'll see, like, two guys going at the same time. If the whole team's out together, yep. well, then they're asking for it. That's what I'm saying. They're asking for it. And you go up, but at the same time, they want that, though. If they show up at the, as the whole team, they want the attention. They want to say, like, hey, listen, the Yankees are in town. Come, everybody, come look at us. And if they want to big-time you at that part, well, then, you know what? That's on you. Yeah. But that's what you get for worshiping at the altar of these people. Yes. Remember, man, they're athletes. They're paid professionals. They're not gods. They're paid professionals. Same as a doctor, same as a teacher, same as you and me, Charlie. We're paid professionals. We're yes, professionals we at what we do. Not at this. I, I'm a professional in my security <laughs> position. This is the, I'm an amateur over here at this. The thing is, is that I've been like, okay, being that I've been blessed to crack into this business with a lot of luck and a lot of love and a lot of hard work. Yes. Um, you know, via getting in there, getting, you Busting know, your butt. with Tony Bruno, yep. right? Um, oh, David Price asked, how old is this dude? You know, David, he was like a younger guy. I would say like, you know, early 20s. I don't have the exact age. I will get that for you. I didn't dive into the story too much to get the dissertation of the man, but he was in his like, his, his, his like early to mid 20s. What, what was, was that? Yeah, you, there's, there is ways of getting around it. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, you, you, you politely ask the people to do this. So anyway, 
Um, what I was saying is that I've been fortunate enough to be in events, at places, in the same room, in this, at the same spot with athletes, Hall of Famers, celebrities, people that other people would die to go see and meet. Yeah. It doesn't affect me like that. I look no. at them like regular people, okay? I mean, you know, listen, I, I can sit here and you want to – listen, I'll name drop. I mean, I'm, sitting, I'm doing shots at a bar with Robert Horry and Warren Moon, okay? Yes. I'm at the Super Bowl party. I'm hanging out with Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski, that's, okay? That's Did I ask for any autographs? No. I was with – I have a picture. When I was at Super Bowl, the, 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 the um, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I got an itch on my nose. Pardon me. It's, it's, that's bad radio right there. Um, Can't let it so affect you, Louise. So when I was in Minnesota, the, the, the biggest thing for me was is I was – we were at Radio Row, and we're there to do Super Bowl for you know, NFL players and all stuff yeah. like that. My biggest thing was meeting Rod Carew. Rod Carew was there. Whole family, Rod, literally, Rod Carew. He's there. He's Jewish, I got a, by the way. Yeah, he is Jew. He converted. Yes. He got a picture. I got a picture with him. It's me, Rod Carew, and Tony Bruno. Nice. And the whole time, I'm sitting there going, like, I have never asked anyone for their autograph. I have never asked for a picture. I, I, we did, like, Robin, Miss Robin had to literally say, Luigi, go in there and get a picture with, with Rod and everything like that. Yeah. And I'm taking the picture with him, and never once, like, did it even dawn on me to go, like, let me ask for an autograph here. I could have easily, because no that's problem. that's the professional in you. You got it right. But the thing is, though, is that these guys, like, do, do they like having people come up to them and ask and, and, and getting the, the no. acknowledgement? No, no, they do. They do. Mm. They do. But they like it when they're in their element. Yes. When they're outside of their element, when they're outside of their office, the playing field, guys, they're just like you and me, man. You yeah. know, they put their shoes on one at a time. They put their pant leg on one at a time. They... You know, they, they get up, they go to the store, they go grocery shopping, they, they go work out, they go to the bars, they do all this other stuff. They're normal people like you. And you know what? Sometimes they just want their private space. You never know what someone's going through, man. You never yeah. know that. I mean, Aaron Judge could have been sitting there with his lady friend. And you know what? They might have been in the middle of something very serious. Yeah. You know? They could have been discussing future plans. They could have been Breaking in the middle up. of a, yeah, in, in a breakup. They could have been in the middle of a, a serious argument. They could have been talking about... I don't know, having a kid, whatever, whoever, yeah. you know, whatever it is. They could have been talking about the fact that yeah. his wrist is busted. I mean, who knows? Whatever the case may be is that you have no right to go bust into someone's privacy no. and ask for their autograph. You don't, you don't have that right. And, and what this guy did, did was go out there and just absolutely cry like a little whiny bitch about not getting an autograph. This is like the little kid who doesn't get what he wants at the store and throws a little temper tantrum, and you just wish your kid, you know, the parents would take the kid and fire him through the front freaking window exactly. because that's exactly what he deserves. You don't, you, don't, you don't deserve an autograph. You're not entitled to anything. No. These guys don't owe you anything. Nothing get that out of your mind. The second you get that out of your mind, you'll be better off. They don't care about you. They're not paid to care about you. It's not their job to care about you. No. It doesn't say, like, an Aaron Judge's stat line. Home runs, hits, average, OPS, hugs given in public. It doesn't give you that stat. It doesn't do that. You want to know why? Because it's not part of the freaking priority for him. It doesn't matter, and they could be a bad, bad guy for all it matters, and it still won't ever affect their stat lines. No, it won't, because you want to know why? 
Because they're there to do the, to do what they're supposed to do and hit That's the freaking baseball. Now, again, now, now I want to know if you've ever been out and you've ever asked someone for an autograph. I got big time from anyone. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Let me finish giving out the number. Charles. Yep. So <laughs> if you call me in with this, and again, you have plenty of time to call in tonight and, get some, and win some free gift cards here from Moonshine. And Rich is, Rich is listening right now. Rich, I'm giving the store away, Rich. I got these things priced to move. All right? Nice. Um, you, make me, you make me laugh or you make me cry. Okay. With one of these stories, and I'll give it to you. All right? Uh, Chuck, what were you going to say? I got a quick one. So I was blessed to work at the Ritz-Carlton in their valet department and then their front end for seven years through college. And I was blessed cars. to go do Super Bowl parties. Rich was blessed. I mean, Chuck was blessed to go park cars. Yes. See the difference so, here? Okay. So anyway, with the Ritz-Carlton, they had the Major League Baseball contract. Everybody that came to Philadelphia mm-hmm. came through the Ritz-Carlton. And never once could I ask for an autograph. That's when I learned it's not professional to ask for those autographs. But you would see grown men taking hissy fits because these guys wouldn't give them the time of day. Every single day, they'd be waiting outside of that that hotel. And I just didn't even realize that was even a market. But there's these grown men, probably about 15 to 20 of them, every baseball team that comes in, they're waiting outside of those doors, and they want autographs. Well, because as long as, as, long as the, the fanboy mentality exists, mm-hmm. it will be there. Yeah. You know, that, like, that's it. At some point or other, you got to grow out of it. Now, look, man, was I a kid at one point, and, you know, I would, you know, I, I'd go crazy. I'd get all starstruck. i see it like, right. oh, my God, like, this guy's my hero. and all this. It fades, man. It fades. You grow up. You know, you become a person of substance. You have yeah. some character. I mean, you, you do, you, you know, you just, you just move on. But anyway, so, look, buddy, I got... I got a little advice for you. At Ryan EMS 132. Ryan wasn't there eating dinner by himself. Ryan was there with his lady friend. He was on a date. Ryan, gentleman to gentleman, when you're at a table with another woman, you don't get up to go have a conversation with another grown man and ask for his autograph. Your attention should be on the person you're with. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just saying. So to your very unfortunate girlfriend who had to deal with that, <laughs> we apologize to her. Ryan, grow up. Now, I also want to talk about the uh, – we're going to get to the sports issues in a second, but I got this, this other pop culture kind of crap. So Kevin Spacey – we all know Kevin Spacey, yes, right? Yes, we do. Kaiser Sose. He, he was in the news a little while ago for some unfortunate Me, kind of events. Me Too movement, right? Me Too movement got him. The Me Too movement's getting a lot of people. Yes, it people is. People have a very big mistaken – Identity about the Me Too movement. I guess, again, I say this, and I say this with all due respect. I feel that people in general bang a drum just to make noise. Yes. He is, the, he, you know, seriously, that's all they do. They bang a drum to make noise, and they don't even know what kind of song they're singing. David Johnson checks in on Facebook Live, saying, Facebook Live saying, Tony Bruno is the voice of Philly sports. I love what you do. And I couldn't agree more. Yes. However, David, Luigi Curto is on the microphone right now. <laughs> so I am technically, I am working through Tony Bruno right now. He is working through me while he's up on the scaffold in his house finishing uh, the, the rest of the siding on the house. Oh, he's, oh, he's, putting, like well, he's putting in a, uh, uh, a storm drain because, you know, oh, we got wow. the rain coming in tonight. So you got the storm drain coming. Eric, uh, Eric Cohen just walked in the door and he's sitting right at the, at the table where the camera's at and he's going to start shaking the camera. It's going to look like Michael J. Fox is doing the camera work back <laughs> oh. here and I can't do that right now. So just make sure you Jeez. keep your hand up. All right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. So Kevin Spacey, who um, was in a pretty good... Netflix series, by the way. Kevin Spacey is one of the greatest actors of our generation. Yes, I mean, he, he really is, okay? 
unfortunately, he did some bad things. Yes. Uh, and look, it, th- this Me Too movement has really... It's, it's right for what they did, but the, the domino effect that it has from the boycott of things that happen to these people. Yeah. So Kevin Spacey goes out, and uh, where's my paperwork here? I hate that it kills things for the other actors. Like, I mean, like with the Roseanne show. Right. I mean, that one, it wasn't the Me Too movement, but everybody else lost their jobs because she's an idiot. Right, and that's, that's the domino, that's, that's the trickle effect, you know what I mean? And, and, that's, and, that's what, and that's what kills me for all of them. Uh, it happened with, uh, if you've ever seen The Ranch on Netflix. No one's seen The Ranch, dude. Oh, that's a great show. It really is, honestly. You ever see, the only Ranch Alley, you ever see Hey Dude? Remember Hey Dude on Nickelodeon? Yeah. Hey Dude. Remember that? Remember that? that was the greatest show ever, man. So yeah. anyway. Ranch is solid, you should check it out. I'll pass. Anyway, <laughs> so Spacey, he, you know, like I said, he is another one of these... You know, he's not a victim, no. but, you know, he's a victim of circumstance here. Because what happened is, is that sometime over the weekend, a moviegoer at Deer Valley Cinema in um, Antioch, California, mm-hmm. forked over $9. $9? It only costs 9 bucks to go to a movie in California? No. Oh, 9 bucks, Like 20 bucks here minimum in Philadelphia. Well, anyway, uh, to sit in an otherwise empty theater, unwittingly becoming a solitary popcorn-chopping symbol of just how forcefully the Me Too movement has rocked Hollywood... And one actor in particular, that man is Kevin Spacey. Wow. A two-time Oscar winner whose last movie, Baby Driver, raked in $20.5 million on opening day. Still good. His latest movie, Billion Dollar Boys, which has nothing to do with what this guy took in, uh, brought in a career-low opening day total for the actor, according to Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Charles, would you like to take a guess at how much money this movie grossed on opening day across 10 theaters? I'd like to 11 theaters, I'm sorry. 11 theaters? I'd like to say at least $10,000. Oh, Chuck. I'm way oh, too you're, you're, you're going five digits. That's the problem. Yeah. Why don't we take it down to the low, low price of $126 American Jeez. is what it grossed across 11 theaters. Now, by the end of the weekend, the movie, an ultimately murderous, get-rich-quick Ponzi scheme, had made just six. Hundred and eighteen dollars. That's criminal. Six hundred and eighteen dollars. Uh, that's a long distance away from hitting the four-figure mark in a headline the magazine summed up, showing in the, uh, the showing with the word abysmal. All right. Uh, the release of the Spacey's two latest movies, of course, more than a dozen men have accused the actor of groping, fondling, or sexually assaulting them. Uh, or making unwanted advances. The list of people with their own IMDb pages who says Spacey's bad behavior goes back decades. Wow. So, Kevin Spacey. He's made, not a dumpster fire. Dude, I, I make just a shade more than he did <laughs> last weekend. Wow. And that's not saying much, okay? But I, but I might have worked just less. I might have worked less hours for once, which is impressive. But that being said, I started. I don't. I started doing a little digging. Like this guy. This this was a. It's a big time movie star, right? Yeah. I mean, this guy's world famous. He should have accidentally made a couple million bucks, right? Yeah. Accidentally. You think it'd be more in eleven theaters? Here's really. some other movies that have come out. Uh, I got right, what I have here is the uh, a list of the top eleven okay. because ten just won't do. Uh, the top eleven. Lowest grossing movies in the history of uh, box office cinema here. There's that one that Preston and Steve always puts out. Now, here we go. Here we go. So we're going to start off with number 11. 
apartment 143, which is my old address, by the way. Really? No. No. Uh, that, in 2012, grossed $383. Wow. Uh, the financial failure of the Mexican horror flick certainly isn't a result of shoddy marketing materials. Its U.S. distributor, Magnolia Pictures, even earned a Golden Trailer Award nomination, Charles, oh, wow. for Best Horror Picture. The film currently, currently holds a 17% rating on Rotten Tomatoes through 22% of the audience, though 22% of the audience liked it. I wonder if anybody's even seen any of these movies. They're probably just rating it and never watched Number it. 10 was The Marsh in 2007. That grossed $336. Yeah. This was a... Uh, South Jersey for you. Less than a month after he portrayed, after he accepted the Best Actor, uh, the best actor Oscar for trail for uh, Idi Amin in The Last King of Scotland. Forrest Whitaker was in this freaking movie, wow. dude. Forrest Whitaker's a fantastic actor. Great actor. Um, this was a supernatural thriller. He starred alongside Gabriel Anwar. Uh, was released in one theater for three days and recouped less than zero, uh, less than point zero zero five percent of the seven million dollar budget. Uh, as the film's tagline, "You can bury the past, but sometimes the past won't stay buried." Wow. Well, this movie was definitely buried because yes. it stayed buried. Then there was the ni- number nine, which is the Trojan War. Uh, that grossed three hundred nine bucks. Let's see here. So this was two years later after she became. Oh, this uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt starred in this. Yeah, uh, it was about the condoms. Yeah, it was, it was um, it's just a s- slow motion play of. Yeah. It was yeah no it was it was uh, a vast it was the. This this was just this was horrible. This was hard. It cost fifteen million dollars for Warner Brothers to make that thing, man. Made three hundred nine bucks. And then they ate that much. Money. Number eight was uh, intervention in two thousand seven. After grossing two hundred seven nine two hundred seventy nine dollars total, they probably had an intervention after the freaking show. Um, Wow. And Victor, Victor Alamin checks in. He says his career is dead. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's career is completely finished, man. Yep. Um, intervention was... I can't even... Re- it is so bad, dude. It had Best, actor, best Actress honor. Uh, Jennifer Tilly was in this movie. Wow. I mean, there's been some big numbers here. Uh, number seven was The Ring. Cost seven, $7.5 million to Wait, make. Wait, the same ring we know? Or? No, no, no. Yeah, that's got to be a different kind of, Different kind of ring. That cost $7.5 million to make. It brought in a whopping... 300 bucks. Wow. 300 bucks. It was in one theater. One theater. Then there was the payback. I mean, play, playback, I'm sorry, in, tw- in 2012. That Were made $264. For coming to Christian school? Slater was in that movie. Wow. Christian Slater was in that movie. Number six, Pretty Village. Pretty Flame. Wasn't. It's actually a spinoff of the dumpster fire here at Moonshine, brother. That brought in, that was in 1998, brought in $211. Wow. $211. Uh, number five was the ghastly love of Johnny X. It may have been a porn. That might have been. Might have been a porn. Uh, but that made $117. Straight to uh, Pornhub, right? No, it was in, it was in, um, no, it was in, it, no, it was in a lot of theaters, man. The grand total for the open in New York was 95 bucks, though, man. Holy cow. 95 bucks. Uh, that was number five. Number four was the objective in 2009. That, oh, now we're getting into this. This is fun. 95 bucks. This thing grossed 95 bucks. The, obje- the objective was to today. make money, and it failed miserably. Number three was Dog Eat Dog, which, not to be confused with Doggy Dog. Yeah. Dog Eat Dog in 2009 grossed 80 bucks. Wow. 80 bucks. Number two, Storage 24. Storage 24 in 2013. It's all in storage now, everything. From brought in $72. $72. And the number one, ladies and gentlemen, the number one lowest grossing movie of all time was called ZYZZYX Road. 
In 2006, it grossed 30 bucks. All right, so if this film looks like a typo, it's pronounced Zyzix, by the way. Uh, it wasn't enough of a turn off its tagline, dead ahead, should have, have served as hairbringer for the box office doom that would eventually befall it. To be fair, the thriller, which stars Tom Sizemore and Katherine Heigl, wow. and Katherine Heigl <laughs> only played in one theater, the Highland Park Village Theater in Dallas. Uh, it played in, the, in that theater Five for an entire people. week. It was there for a week. For an entire week, Jeez. 30 bucks, okay? Accidentally, you got to think a couple of old right. folks. By the time it's run and ended, six people had seen it for a grand total of 30 bucks. Five hours a movie, dude. Uh, Five bucks a movie. This dubious honor became a key part of the marketing plan when the title was acquired by Go Digital for distribution in 2012, when the company's marketing director told Hollywood Reporter, I am confident it will make us more than $30. Wow. 30 bucks. Can I just... Did you notice that they were all from, like, 2000 to, to current time? No, well, listen, man. The one was in 98. 98? Yeah, 1998. It's, that was, We're not um, talking movies from the 70s. We're talking current-day movies. Well, remember, remember though, Charlie, back in the 70s, people went to the theater. They went to the movie. Yeah. They went to movies. I mean, that was a big deal. When the new release came out, you know, you didn't have a chance to pirate it off the internet. You didn't have Netflix. You know, you didn't have Hulu. You didn't have all this other stuff to watch. So, you know, going to the movie theater was a big deal, and they would hold off on these big, remember, it would be, you know, this weekend, opening weekend for the, you know, for the big blockbuster event of the summer, the big blockbuster event of the, you know, of the year, and people would line up in droves to go see it. Now, that doesn't happen anymore, man. I mean, like, I saw, I saw Deadpool 2 online. I haven't even seen it yet. It's fantastic. I love Deadpool 1. <laughs> it's fantastic. He's Deadpool, awesome. No, it's good, man. It's, it's really And really they good. didn't want to make that movie. Isn't that crazy? That's a movie. That yeah, I know. Well, one movie they shouldn't have made that, that people were waiting for, for it to be made for a long time was Super Troopers 2. Now, Super Troopers 1 was amazing. Now, the Dead Lizard group had Super Troopers. They came out with Club Dread and then Beer Fest, which was, was epic, too. Super Troopers 1 is one of the greatest cult movies of all time. I mean, it's, it's got, yeah. like, Lebowski status. It really does. Oh, yeah, it does. And it didn't make much money in the theater. It just caught on later, right? The DVD sales. So everyone was... Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um including myself, was just going crazy. Like, when are they going to make this movie? When are they going to make this movie? Like, everyone in the world is clamoring for this movie to come out. Like, you'd be a fool if you weren't some big, you know, big studio head saying, hey, listen, let's get behind us. Let's make, let's make Super, Super Troopers 2, right? And, you know, obviously it's um, Dead Lizard was the, uh, the corporation, the production company who was doing yeah. this stuff. They're I, also know, a comedy troupe. They are a comedy troupe, and they were funding these movies by themselves. Yeah. They did a GoFundMe to do Super Troopers 2. Yeah, I, I, I listen, man. If I on a scale one to ten, I, I was so excited for it. I got, I got to give it like a one, man. It was, really? it was, it was freaking dead awful. It was aw- I mean, except for like a few parts that made that Farva like made the movie kind of funny. Other than that, it didn't have the same feel. It didn't have the same fire, the same funk. One, one guy who was in it that made it was that was funny. Were the were the were the Canadian Mounties, Will Sasso. Of uh, Mad TV fame. That's another guy, the fan- phenomenal actor. Will Sasso's fantastic. Uh, he played one of the Mounties in the movie. He was really good. But other than that, man, it sucked. And it just made me sad because I'm like, if I just some studio would have put like 20 million bucks behind this movie, if they would have had just some money, they would have made a killing, man. It would have made, because people were waiting for this thing to come out. And, and when it did come out finally, it was just bad. It was really bad, Charlie. Like, is there, has there ever been a movie that you've been waiting to see that when you finally got a chance to see it, it just let you down? I saw the Wicker Man, and I don't know. It was back when I thought Nicolas Cage. The was Wicker the, Man. It was a Nicolas Cage movie. I, I heard of it, but nobody's going to see the Wicker Man. Come somebody on. built it up for me for some 
some reason, I thought it was going to be a great movie. And it might have been my uncle that built it up for me. And we went and saw this thing, and we walked out. It was that bad. It was the worst movie I'd ever seen. Yeah, and Victor checking in on Facebook Live saying, hard to catch lightning in a bottle twice. And it is. It's very it is. hard to catch lightning in a bottle twice. But it was still, like, it was just there. Like, it was there to be made. It was, it's, the, the, the crew was perfect. The cast yeah. was perfect. The, the, actually, the storyline for the movie was pretty good. It was just, pretty, it was just poorly done. It was poorly done, and Beer Fest teased at the end of having Pot Fest. Pot Fest they were going to do. Now, I think that would have been the epic fail. Like, Beer Fest was just perfect, but I think Pot Fest would have been an epic fail. They actually are in talks of making Pot Fest. They are in talks, but the problem is they keep trying to talk about doing it and get stoned. They forget about it. That's yeah. the freaking problem. <laughs> so, I also, speaking of things you get stuck watching that you wish you didn't watch, so I'm sitting at the, it's over the weekend, and I'm, hang, I'm, I'm, I'm over at Tony's house, and we're hanging out, and, uh, he says to me, he goes, he's like, oh, you know what's on right now? And I'm like, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know what's on. He goes, we got the, uh, the, uh, it's the, uh, the World Championship of Darts, man. Nice. I'm like, the World Championship of Darts? I'm like. Is that ESPN 2? It's on ESPN 2. Well, it's usually on the Ocho, but they got it on 2 for, nice. for, for this weekend. So let me explain something about, about darts and the beauty and the bitch that it is. Now, if anyone doesn't know what darts is, they play games like cricket. When you're in the bar, everyone's playing cricket. It's the easy yeah. game. But the players play 501, they play 301, they play 1001, which is you, you start shooting and you count down from the score you accumulate from throwing your dart. You count down from that number and then you have to, you know, get down to an out shot, right? Yeah. And there's a thing called trip 20, triple 20. So when you hit the middle of the 20, it's worth 60 points. Yes. And if you hit three of them, it's called a ton 80 is what they call it. So we start watching the, the, um, the World Championship of Darts yeah. and it's in Las Vegas. Great and they have all these international players that are playing. The place was packed, dude. It was packed really? to the gills with people. I mean, women sh- like just you know trying to like show their you know. Wow. It was crazy, dude. I mean, listen, for which is kind of crazy huh? because for dart players, one slips, it's over. You know what I mean? You're gonna pop a balloon. <laughs> and they have like signs where they're writing like little little notes on the signs, and everyone's kind of saying funny little things. But dude, it is intense. And it's something that you start to watch for like two seconds. You're like, dude, I'm not going to commit more than two seconds of my life to watching darts, right? No. Next thing you know, seven hours go by. It's like watching. Seven hours go by. And we're physically like, we're like, like you get into it and it's just like, it's like, oh, well, that was a nice shot. It's a nice shot. Like, oh, that was a good shot. Like, that grouping's pretty good. I'm like, oh, wow, this guy's, this guy's pretty good. I'm like, oh, I can't believe he made that. Next thing you know, six hours go like, oh, God, man, Tony, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, I, mean I don't know. I think he's got to go double 19 here. I think he's got to double. I mean, I don't know. You start doing out shots. You're starting to like, I'm looking up the history of some of these guys. Like, who are the greatest dart players? Wiki holes. It's intense, Always. dude. It's intense. And that's the thing. It's like darts is one of those, those fringe sports. Mm-hmm. Is it a is, sport? Is it a sport? Is it a sport? I think it's more of a game. It's but like it's, a bar game, right? I don't know, man. People, some people called pool sport. Uh, I don't think pool uh, sport. I think more it's an activity. It's a skilled activity. A very skilled. It's a very skilled activity, but it's it's not a sport. Is bowling a sport? Yes. I don't know. See, I feel like it's more of an activity too. Now I think it's a sport because you're running and you're carrying an object and you're propelling the object into a certain direction. Yeah, because it's physical movement. It's physical movement. Like pool, yes, you do have to like walk around the table, but you really exert any energy. I mean, seriously, if you break a sweat playing pool, you need, I mean, dude, that's, you got problems. You know what I mean? That big shiny line. Now, darts, I mean, yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's an approach to the line. To, and that's the other thing, too. These guys weren't even waiting for the other guy to grab the darts. 
I mean, if a guy got up there and shot, as soon as it was done, the guy was pulling darts, the other guy's firing right behind yeah, him. There's no etiquette. Like, you know, in bowling, like, you throw your, like, you roll, you roll your ball, and then, like, you Water don't step up to hands. the line. No, no, you don't step up. To, you don't get another guy's, you don't, you don't step in another guy's peripheral vision, no, right? You give all. the respect. So when the guy's shooting, then you go onto your lane, and then you shoot. These guys are just pulling away. But anyway, so like I said, darts is one of those things where you start watching it, and then you can't stop watching. Same thing happened with curling, man. When I first started watching curling, I gave it like five seconds. And the next thing you know, a whole day went by. <laughs> like, I, like, I lost like a whole large thing, like a whole portion of my life. And I have no idea where the hell. Yeah, Victor checks in again. And he says, you know, you can get a scholarship for bowling. Really? Yeah, you can get a scholarship for a lot of other things. We broke that down on a show yes, a, a couple months ago. There's a lot of things you can look up online right now that you could be eligible for a scholarship. And they give out like thousands of dollars for the, some of this it's stuff. It's nuts. For being like a Trekkie, you can get thousands of dollars. Um, Speaking of thousands of dollars, um, there was thousands of dollars to be made in the Big Three League. Really? Okay, yeah. The Big Is Three. Alan Iverson getting any of this? No, no. He was supposed to be a coach and then didn't show up. He forgot it. No, it's, that's his MO. Well, that's what Iverson does, dude. You know what I mean? You can't expect him to do anything that he doesn't do. I mean, it's just who he is is who he is, and Iverson's going to be Iverson. See I hear you. See that they shut down his uh, favorite restaurant in Philly? Hands? No, they want to cross the street. Which one's that? The uh, TGI Fridays. Oh, yeah. He's a, well, listen, man. <laughs> yeah, they closed it. See, Iverson, I, it's, I feel bad for Iverson. Iverson have like, Iverson, I, Alan Iverson would have like, I don't know, $1,400 tabs at TGI Fridays. This yeah. is before endless apps. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So oh, this yeah. shit adds up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, and, and this is when they were st- – this, this is before they were pouring Sterno into the Jack Daniels to you know, the, the water them down. Remember that. Yeah. So everyone knows who the big three is. So Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba, has announced he's going to play in the big three next season. It's going to jack up so many threes. There's only three players on the court now. Four. Oh, four so Kobe far. Bryant is going to take more shots. I'm, I, I, I'm telling you right now, he may attempt 70 freaking shots in a game. Oh, I, I could see. He might do it, dude. Remember, nobody else is getting the ball. You only got two. Listen, if you're if you're if you're if you're playing the big three and you have the ball, you only have two people to pass the ball to. Just understand, if you pass it to Kobe, it ain't, ain't coming back. No, it all right, it ain't coming back. So I was doing some digging, right? It's only got eight teams, so I'm gonna go through this. I'm gonna I I, I looked at the rosters for the big three. And I want to see if, if people recognize who's on these rosters. I all guarantee right? I know three guys' names. All right, so I'm going to give you the, um, the complete rosters. So this is the three-headed monsters, all right? The coach is Gary Payton. Okay, I know him. The captain is Rashard Lewis. Rashard Lewis, at one point in time, was a, Miami, was a member of the Miami Heat mm-hmm. during one of the world championships where LeBron James was there to win with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. Was he a Piston, too? No, Rashard Lewis was part of the Orlando Magic. Okay. Rashard Lewis at that, at that time was making $23 million a year. LeBron James was making $21 million a year. Wow. Rashard Lewis played four minutes a night off the bench for the Miami Heat. Let that sink in. Rashard Lewis has signed three $100 million contracts in the NBA. He is now the captain of the three-headed monsters for the Big Three League. On that team is also Ma- Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, who's a co-captain. Kwame Brown, former number one pick. Kwame Brown is on that team. Wow. Salim Stoudemire, not Damon or Amari Stoudemire, and Quintel Woods. You know who Quintel Woods is? Never heard of him. Not James Woods. Not Icky Woods. Not Tiger Woods. Not Georgie Woods. It's a good pull out of you. Number, the second team is Three's Company. Oh, wow. Are they named after? They're Three's Company because you get it. Three guys. It's, it's clever. Come on, Charlie. Got, Keep I up. Got you. 
Michael Cooper, hanging with Mr. Cooper, right? He's the coach. Dermar Johnson is the captain. Baron Davis, former NBA All-Star, is a co-captain. Drew Gooden, another fine player, co-captain. Drew Gooden had that tongue po thing going with the uh, the ponytail. Remember, oh, remember I think that? I remember that. They have th- they have two co-captains on this team. Uh, Andre Emmett. Don't remember. He was a former draft pick. Jason Maxiel, former NBA player. He played for the for the Detroit Pistons. And Derek Byers. He had a cup of coffee in the NBA too. Wow. Then you have the Ball Hogs. This is where I think Kobe's going. That All should right? be his. Death this death. is where I think Kobe's going because is they he need the mascot. No, they need scoring. They need scoring. That's the thing. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, so the Ball Hogs. Rick Barry. Never heard of him. You never heard of Rick Barry? Never heard of him. Come on, dude. <laughs> Rick Barry's a Hall of Famer, dude. The White Mamba. That's why the White Mamba and the Black Mamba will be joining forces. Brian Scalabrini I've is the, the captain. The captain of they the Ball Hogs. Okay? Josh Childress. Is the co-cap? Josh Childress was another phenomenal talent. Uh, I believe he was the number one overall pick out of Stanford. He suffered, yes, he suffered a horrific injury uh, where his knee basically like came out on a court. Then he went over to China. He got offered a bunch of money to come back and play for the Atlanta Hawks. Never worked out. It just he didn't want to come back. China. He was making a lot of money in China. Why would he come back? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, I'm checking in here with some of the the Facebook Live stuff. Deshaun Stevenson. You remember Deshaun Stevenson? Not at all. Gee, Charlie, do you even watch the NBA, man? Not as much and- back then. Andre Owens. I don't know who Andre Owens. No. Horsley Edwards uh, and Jermaine Taylor. So I think Kobe's going to the ball hogs. No, then he got right. the ghost ballers. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. George Gervin. You know who George Gervin is, I know right? The Iceman. He's the captain. Yeah. Mike Bibby. I know Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby. He's another, ca- he's another captain. Ricky Davis. Don't Rick- Ricky, Ricky Davis, former Celtic, played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ricky Davis, he gets hot from three point. He was like the, um, he was like J.R. Smith before J.R. Smith, kind That's of a thing. Uh, Carlos Boozer, I know Carlos Boozer. Okay, uh, he's a co-captain. Lee Nalen, don't know him. You remember Lee Nalen? Uh, Marcus Banks and Mario West. The Killer Threes, not to be conf- not to be confused with uh, Threes Company. Okay. Yeah. These guys are getting really clever with the names here. No, uh, Charles Oakley is the coach. I know Charles Oakley. Chauncey Billups. Charles Oakley tried to kill somebody in the stands, right? Yeah. Charles Oakley tried to kill somebody on a court. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Oakley's the coach. Chauncey Billups, former Detroit Piston and NBA All-Star uh, and, and analyst now for NBA TV. Uh, or I'm sorry, for TNT, is one of the captains. Steven Jackson. Remember Steven Jackson, former Steven Indiana Jackson. Pacer? Yep. Uh, Meta World Peace. I love some, me some Meta World All right. Peace. Wouldn't it be great to bring him and Kobe back together? He's a co-captain. Uh, Alan Anderson. Okay. Uh, he used to play for the Magic, I believe. Ryan Hollins. Uh, he had another cup of coffee in the NBA. Mike James. Mike James is a former player as well. The Power. Actually, it's just Power. Not That's the That's the most creative just team. Just Power. Nancy Lieberman is the coach. Oh, wow. Corey Maggetti used to play for uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. He's a captain. Katino Mobley, another uh, Houston, former Houston Rocket. Played for, he's a co-captain. Glenn Big Baby Davis. I do remember me. All right, that's co-captain. Chris Birdman Anderson. I remember Birdman. Wait, I thought he was still in the NBA. No, he's not. He's playing for the big three. Quinton Richardson, another L.A. Clipper. This is a legit team here, all right? Ryan and Ryan Gomes. Okay. Okay? Tri-State. Which, uh... Everything's with threes here, as you can see. Tri-State. 
Julius Irvin. This is Julius Irvin's team. He's oh, coaching. Wow. He's coaching. Jermaine O'Neal, former Indiana Pacers center. Yep. He's the captain. Amari Stoudemire, co-captain. Wow. Nate Robinson. Little Nate. Yeah. Little Nate Robinson. Little Nate dog out there. He's another co-captain. David Hawkins. Robert Height. Height. And Bonzi Wells. I don't know me. Former Bonzi Portland Wells. Trailblazer Bonzi Wells, man. The trilogy and the final team. Rick Mohorn is the coach. Kenyon Martin. I remember Kmart. Ken- yeah, Al Ken- Harrington. This is my boy right here. Former, former North Carolina Tar Heel stud. One of the guys who got drafted and never made a damn thing out of those teams, Rashad McCants is a co-captain. Remember, Rashad McCants was on that team. Marvin Williams was the best player on that team taken higher. He was a six-man on that team. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even starting, and he went to the Atlanta Hawks. The other big bust from that team was Sean May. Sean May was the big man, the center, and he went to the Charlotte Bobcats, and he stunk out loud, dude. And they won a national championship? They, won a, they were unbeatable. Really? That team was unbeatable. Uh, James White, Dion Glover, not Danny Glover, and Dahani Jones. Dahani Jones. That's your Wait, big three. same Dahani Jones at Air Guitar? No, that's Dahani Jones with, with uh, N-I. This is Dahanti ah, with a T-A-Y. My voice is no, so... not the Air Guitar. No, no. <laughs> I interviewed him in, in Minnesota. Is he a good guy? Nah, he's... Nah, I don't like nah. <laughs> it would drive me nuts when he... Get, I mean, do nothing. He's like, air he's like hipster, but aloof, and like, eh, he's too cool for school. I, I don't know, man. I, he's like McNabb. No, he's not like McNabb. McNabb is, McNabb is his own entity. Um, but anyway, so that's the big three. So big things to look to. So, you know, fans of Kobe Bryant, um, Scott Evanshek, power, it's power versus three's company in the championship game this Friday. Oh, Scott wow. Evans, you are following... The big three, and you knew the answer to that, and you gave it to me without even asking, so I got to give you one of these. Because no one should be watching the big three, but no I got to ask, now that Kobe Bryant, I'm just kidding with you, Scott. Now that Kobe Bryant is a part of the big three, will you be watching, Charles? Not at all. I barely watch basketball. I'm going to start watching the big three. I got to be honest with you, man. I have no want or need to go watch Kobe Bryant playing the big three. Exactly. None. You None. really want to watch him throw up 30%? From three, I mean, well, it's going to be four-point land. I mean, that, that's just going to actually be awful. F- for that reason only. I kind of do. <laughs> I, I kind of do. I kind of want to watch. I want to watch Kobe Bryant take more shots than points scored in a game. That's going to be. And crazy. I think he's the only human possible to do it. Him or Jerry Stackhouse in his rookie year, because <laughs> Jerry Stackhouse was a black hole. And you remember Jerry's thing, man. Yeah. You shoot to get hot. You shoot to stay hot. All right. Yeah. That was Jerry Stackhouse's thing. Listen. Anybody can score 35 points when you shoot 15 of 68 from the freaking field. All right? So anyway, so that's what's going on. And then uh, we actually have actual news, like big news that oh, happened. Wow. Like, yeah, we have, we have news that happened during the show, before the show started. Yesterday's news, and because we do talk about sports here a little bit, yeah. and um, Adrian Peterson. So AP. Don't AP. Like uh, he signs a one-year deal with the Washington Redskins. The Redskins brought in Jamal Charles, too. So the Redskins, well, they released Jamal. The Redskins were trying to build the best fantasy team, like, of 2010. Nice. The problem is they tried to do it in 2018, when that was when it's going to work. And Jamal Charles, you guys remember when Jamal Charles was healthy? He was the greatest. Dude, yards per carry. I mean, the guy was averaging, like, seven yards a carry. He was a fantasy beast. He was the man. He was the man. He was the man. Charles, Jamal Charles was 
Number one on my list all times. I mean, you talk about a home run hitter, mm-hmm. one cut and gone. Gone. That one injury, like three years ago, was it? Destroyed him. And he tried yeah. to come back. He was never the same. I mean, he saw glimpses, and it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, caught on with Denver for a little while, and then he's been out of the league. I wanted to be his first stop when he came out of Kansas City after that one year. I thought maybe he'd come back, but no, it's, ne- it's never coming back. What's that? What do you mean? I thought he would make a comeback. Oh, you thought Jamal would come. Well, see, now again, Jamal Charles is your classic one-cut speed back. Yes. One cut and go. Mm -hmm. And once that one step is gone, as you saw with CJ2K, Chris Johnson, we all knew it wasn't going to last long. You know what I mean? It wasn't going to last long. So Peterson now, uh, he signs veteran minimum, $1.15 million. Peterson gives the Redskins, he gives them depth. So here's the problem. The Redskins, uh, they had, they lost Darius Geis yes. for the season with the torn ACL. And they got Samaji, uh, Samaji Perrine, who served, he, he, serves, he was serviceable last year in the yeah. fantasy world. Uh, and Byron Marshall, they both suffered leg the injuries in the second game. So Perrine is not expecting to miss much time, but they need, they need someone in there. Yeah. Uh, Marshall might not be able to retain for, return for about a month. I mean, imagine wanting now, Brandon Marshall. Or not, I'm sorry, not Brandon Marshall. Uh, what are you talking about? Byron Maxwell. Right. Yeah. So the Redskins, they still have Bob Kelly, Fat Rob. Uh, he's going to start as soon as, uh, uh, as of now. And then Chris Thompson, uh, who is their third down back. Okay. So they also have Capri Bibbs, uh, who's fighting for a roster spot, but he's probably not going to make it. Peterson's now 33 years old. So, hey, John is bidding us to do. John, listen, man, thank you so much for coming out. He is actually going to be in the Funkin' Fantasy. Put your money where your mouth is, Lee, because he officially put that money in my hand. Wow. Yes, he came down here. Good and luck. He, he came down here. He handed me an envelope. He said, Luigi. Straight cash, homie. Right in my hand. Nice. And he's a player. I was talking to him before the, before, you know, before the dumpster was getting lit. He knows he, his stuff. He knows his stuff. He knows what he's doing. So I'm, 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 it's, it's, it's about damn time that we met the man. We talked to him on Twitter all the time. It was a I pleasure to meet you. I look, forward to see, I look forward to see you next Saturday here at Moonshine for the Funkin' Fantasy Fantasy Spectacular freaking extravaganza that's going to happen. I got a lot of things going on. There may be some strippers. I'm just saying there may be strippers in the house. Are you getting a big board? No. no. I'm not going to get a big board. The big board's going to be up here on the TV. Okay. You'll see it. Listen, we're gonna, we, Rich and I... Rich and I have got this thing under control, Charles. You just come in here and, like Ron Pupil once said, set it and forget it. But, John, listen, man, it was a pleasure to meet you. Be careful driving home. Let's give that man a roaring round of applause. My voice is so hoarse, man. So hoarse. But Peterson's 33 years old now. Now, listen, last year he, saw, you know, he comes back with Minnesota after the injury. Yep. Um, apparently the New Orleans Saints saw enough of him to sign him. They bring him in. He they was, traded for him, didn't they? No, they they signed. No, no, the 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 Vikings let him go. Okay. Uh, the what happened was the Saints Saints signed him, and then he's behind Melvin Ingram, mm-hmm. and Alvin Kamara and Peterson wasn't getting any touches whatsoever. What's the point in the game? So he yeah. he wants out. Arizona Cardinals they step in. David Johnson's hurt, so yep. they step in. They pick up Adrian Peterson. Peterson goes in there and he has a couple games. Um, he did. Uh, where was it? I did have. I had it written down. He had like three games. I remember last year that. I mean, he did pretty well fantasy wise, and then other. Than no, that, well, he had. He there was two games which he rushed for two hundred ninety three yards. Wow, that's pretty good. I mean, it's one hundred fifty yards a game, pretty much right there, right? Yeah. It looked like some of the old Peterson was there, uh, but in the four others, he only gained a combined one hundred fifty five yards, and uh, that was basically the end of that. Peterson, who ranks twelfth all time in rushing with twelve thousand two hundred seventy six yards, um, he added. 2015 yards receiving in in that year too. He uh 
is which is second most all time behind behind Eric Dickerson. If you guys remember that game where they were trying to get him the record, I mean, he was within distance of it, and they just kept feeding the ball and feeding the I ball. He was running against stack box the entire time, man. And and that's all they were playing for. Yeah, and you know it's funny. Dickerson even came out and said it. They were like, you know, Eric, would you like to see Peterson? He goes, hell no. It's my record. I don't want anybody to beat my record. It would be me. If almost someone said, hey, Luigi, listen, man, I know you've been doing this, you know, you've been doing, uh, you've been on air for, you, you, you did a show and you went on air for, for 25 straight hours. You did, a, you did a, a day and an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a record. Would you want anyone to ever beat that record? Man, hell no. no exactly. Hell no, I don't want anyone to beat that record. I did that record. It's my record. Everyone else can kiss my ass. But Do you remember the uh, sack record with Strahan? Yeah, when Favre fell down? And Yeah, exactly. And uh, the, the family, it was a New York giant. They were rooting for him. And I'm sitting there like, this guy doesn't want you rooting for him. Well, I, I know. Bruce Smith's record was Bruce Smith's record. No, it, wasn't, it, it was, a, it was a, a linebacker from the 90s Giants. He had the single-season sack record. And I can't remember his name for the life of me. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't think you're right. It was the other guy on the other side of Lawrence Taylor. He held the record for sacks? Single-season sacks. Career? No. No, single-season sacks. That's not, that can't be accurate. I'm positive. That can't be accurate. Somebody, somebody fact check that. Um, but anyway, so Peterson, 33 years old, he's going to go in there. He's going to play sparingly. Like I said, they have Rob Kelly there. They have Chris Thompson. Peterson, does he give him anything? Jared him? Allen. Jared Allen. No, no, no. Not I'm sorry. Jared Allen. Mark Gastineau. No. There's no. What are you looking at, dude? Like, I'm and, looking at the. Are you looking at Madden stats from like 2012? I'm looking for it. I got to do this myself in the middle of a show. I got it. Do, then get it. it Seriously, Chuck. Help me out here. Jess, what are you, what are you doing? You know it was a New York Jet. It was Mark Gastineau. Had 22 sacks in a season. That's who Strayan broke the record of. Really? Yep. Okay. It's right here. All right. Fantastic. So, anyway. Well, I don't even know why we start talking about that. But, so, Peterson goes in to the Redskins. He adds some depth. Yeah. Look, man. The guy's a physical specimen, right? Yeah. He's a physical specimen. He's one of the, you know, I always Absolute said, freak. I wish Peterson got traded from Minnesota nine years ago and would have went somewhere and had a chance to, to win a championship. He's a generational type runner. You know, he's one of these guys that you see him come around you know, every 10, 12 years, yeah. you know. Unfortunately, you know, he never really got a chance out there with Minnesota. Now yeah, he's yeah. 33 years old. He's hanging on. He clipped onto the Redskins. And listen, I... I at 3.1 yards a carry, he was averaging last year at 32 years old behind probably the best rushing offensive line in the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. What's he going to do with the Redskins? I don't and know. They don't have a, they have a quarterback that can't throw it out. They, you know, they're going to throw him in there a handful of plays. He'll, be, you know, he'll, he'll get some tough running for him. They'll probably get in the end zone a couple of times, but that's if he even makes it through the, through the rest of camp. I mean, through the rest of preseason. We'll see, but you know, Adrian Peterson, I wish, you, you know, I wish a guy like him would just retire, just ride off into yeah. the sunset. You got nothing left to prove, Adrian. You really do. Or chase a title. I mean, join somebody that's got a chance at winning. Well, at this point, he just wants to play. I mean, anyone who's worth a damn. I mean, you know, listen. I mean, he could have went and played for the Patriots for nothing. Yeah. You know, and he could have went there. Um, and but also, we got to talk about this because this happened before the show. Uh, the the Nationals are having a fire sale. The 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 once mighty Washington Nationals. All of a sudden, the clock has struck twelve on Cinderella and because he- everyone just started getting old, man. Because the Nationals. All these players, man. Look, Daniel Murphy. He, he, was, he, he was great. He, he was great. He's a Philly killer. And now, you know, Daniel Murphy is going to the Cubs. Yeah. Because uh, Daniel Murphy and Matt Adams were placed on waivers, and they were picked up. They yeah. were picked up. Daniel Murphy. Uh, they also put the. Uh, they also put Bryce Harper. Harper out there. Now, Bryce Harper was claimed by the Cubs. 
No, the oh, by the Dodgers. Dodgers. By the Dodgers. Uh, the problem is that the Dodgers and the, and the uh, Nationals. Nationals couldn't come to terms on the player, you know, on the trade package. Yep. So the Nationals decided to pull him back, which I don't understand because if you're the Nationals, don't you want to get something for him? Because Bryce is not going to stay next year. They think they're signing him. They're freaking delusional. If they think, if the Nationals thinks Bryce Harper is staying in Washington, Dude, God, I, listen, I, I want whatever the hell they're having. That's because a dumpster fire down there. The, the Nationals are done, man. He, Bryce Harper wants no part of that. Bryce Harper is going to either go sign with the Cubs to go with his buddies over there, would go, you. You know, would go with his buddy Chris Bryant, or he's going to take the highest bidder. That's it. Now, here's the, the thing, though. Him. Here's the thing. If you're the Nationals, right, yeah. what did you ask for? I mean, did you ask for Cody Bellinger? Did you ask for Jock Peterson? Did you ask for Chris Taylor? I mean, you probably asked for an arm and a leg. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal, the server here at Moonshine has finally made our way into the dumpster five minutes before the show ends, which is perfect timing. We are dying over here. What the hell, man? Yes, can we have a water? Yes. Can I get a water? Please? We need water. We need water. Serious water. Charlie, what about you? You hungry? You want anything? I'm good for it. Jess, are you hungry? Did you want something to eat, sweetheart? Are you sure? Are you positive? Okay. Eric, you good? You want anything? I'm taking orders here while I'm online. Anybody on Facebook, guy, they want something, call in 619-924-9761. I can't. I didn't think I was going to see her all night. That's all right. You're fine. Oh, wow. oh, wow. She forgot we were over. See what happens? Jeez, it was a quiet night, man. That's what happens. The, the third string quarterback's in, and everybody forgets about us. That's sad, man. That's sad. So anyway, um, so the, the Dodgers, obviously you're not going to give up a guy like Bellinger, right? You're not going to give up a Chris Taylor because, in essence, Harper's a rental. Yeah. He's not going to stay with the Dodgers. Less than a month. Rental. He's not going to stay with the Dodgers. Exactly. He's going to get $35 million, close to probably 40 For what, seven, eight years? I don't think he's going to get less than 10 years. Yeah. I think he's going to get a 10-year deal for probably north of $350 million. So he's going to blow out that Pujols deal. Absolutely, he's going to blow out that Pujols deal. And then, you know, two years from now, and we were talking about this um, off-air a little bit, that um, Mike Trout comes up. Yeah. Here's the kicker, though. Trout's going to be 29. I'm not giving Trout 10 years. You sure? I mean... No, because I'm not going to give him 10 years. Because here's the deal. At, thir- at 29 years old, you got to understand you're going to get maybe five years of just Greatness. awesome Mike Trout, right? Yeah. After that, it's going to fall off. I mean... It's go- no, 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 no. It's going to fall off. Well... All right? In, in, in the first five years, you're going to get... 35 home runs. He's going to steal you, you know, 40 bases. He's going to be 40-40 guy all day long. He's in a park like this. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't matter. Father time catches up to everyone. you got to understand, when you sign these guys, just like Pujols, you sign these big long-term deals, you're going to eat some of the back end of that contract, right? But think about this. If Bryce Harper gets $35 million a year, you don't think Mike Trout's going to get 40? Oh, easily. Easily 40. So do you sign Mike Trout at 10 years for $400 million? No. I don't. No. I don't. But what you might see happen is a five-year deal. Five. You sign Mike for 29 to 34, five years. But get this, five years. Or even two, a seven. Five years, $200 million, dude. Yeah. And then he's 34, and he can sign another one-year deal, two-year deal after that. But, but 
That's the thing. See, I don't know if he'll do that. I think he'd go for a seven because at least, I mean, we're saying he's going to have the wheels fall off at 34, 35. At least he's got that buffer room where he's making an extra two years of But of here's, my, here's my thing, though, is that even at, even at that cost, right? Yeah. Say you're the Cubs because mm-hmm. you're the only one who's, I mean, the Cubs, there's only certain teams that are going to be able to afford a Mike Trout, right? Cubs, you got. But if, even if you were to sign it for 10 years, mm-hmm. $400 million, right? Yeah. And you know that you're okay with eating some of the back end, right? Yeah. But say you're, you're going to get five years of great trout, $200 million. Are you really okay with eating $200 million? Never. No, that's, I mean, that's just tough. think about that. If you're the owner, you're going, I'm going to get five years of Mike Trout. Oh, I know I got to eat the back end of this maybe $30, 40000000 million, bucks, but are you willing to eat $200 million? There's guys that Let me put it this way. It's almost a quarter billion dollars. I'll say that word for you, so that way it sounds a lot more, you know, interesting. Almost a quarter billion dollars. Are you willing to eat that money? No. I got to say no. No. And if I'm the Phillies, because that's my home team, and I'm wearing the shirt right now, obviously, I'm supporting. If I'm the Phillies, I'm, t- I'm telling them, like, look, man, I- I'll make a hard push, but I'm not going more than five, six years. Yeah. I can't do it, because I just can't justify eating $200 million. There's people that are still bitter over paying Lif, uh, Cliff Lee the last two years of his deal. Yeah. And that was... That was but you weren't 50. bitching when it happened, though, right? No, I wasn't. But you feel the effects of it now. Do you remember? Everybody was... It was like a parade that day. But remember, why, you pay, why do you pay that much for that beer? Why do you pay that much for that hot dog? For the status of Nope. Because guys like Cliff Lee are still making $33 million a year, two years when they're not doing anything for the damn team. That's why. Yeah. That's why, okay? So anyway... But Bryce Harper, he'll be going somewhere in the offseason. Uh, anyway, did you notice that our friend Jason Worth, he bails on these teams right as they hit the end? What do you mean? Like, right when, the, when he left the Phillies, it went to dumpster fire within a year. When he left the Nationals, it went to dumpster fire within a year. Well, where did Jason Worth go? Jason Worth's not Well, done. no, he just... He mean, didn't he go. He's, he's, yeah, he retired because he's done. No, I, I, I mean, he got $127 million. Thank you very much. See you later. But it's just like he's the luckiest guy in the world where he never played on that dumpster fire. Oh, well, remember, he was drafted by the Orioles. Yeah. Played for, got, we got him from Texas. Yep. Uh, L.A., sorry. We got him from Los Angeles. And, um, you know, and then he, signs, then he signs. No, then he signs with Philadelphia. Yeah. And then he went to Washington. So he played four damn teams. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so Daniel Murphy goes to the Cubs. All right. And um, – He's going to play a little first base, one play a little left field. Now, there's no place on him on the roster to start anywhere. No. He'll platoon a little bit, and I think it's more along the lines of a DH situation when you get into the, into the postseason. post-season. Uh, but he's 33, and he's making 30. He's got a, he's got a three-year deal worth $37.5 million. I thought he was in the last part of his deal. I think he's in his Well, he signed a three-year deal oh, okay. for $37.5 million. Um, I was shocked he left the Mets when he did. Me too. Me too. Uh, at that time, though, he was hot. Uh, he, yeah. was, he was dating Lisa Ann. Yeah. Kind of helped him out a little bit. Um, so then, but then Matt Adams. Remember, we all remember Matt Adams, right? Yep. Former St. Louis Cardinal. Yeah. Going back to the Cardinals. He's going back. Whoever said you can't go back home, Charles? Matt Adams is going back, back home. home. Uh, he's going back to St. Louis. They need some help out there as well. Uh, so the Cardinals, again, that team who was left for dead. All of a sudden, Matt Carpenter picks up the mighty hammer. And he starts hitting the ball over the freaking fence again, man. There's been no hotter hitter in baseball than Matt Carpenter. He's okay. single-handedly. Yes, he single-handedly team. carried that team back into postseason contention. Uh, so they are 
That whole that whole uh, central division. I mean, they're just stronger than the East. And it's just, but it's it's just crazy though. That, you know, you, ha- you see these waiver wire action. You know, it's like they will. You know, the trade deadlines come and gone, mm-hmm. but yet there's still moves being made all the time in baseball. I mean, it's yeah. just always happening, which which it's confused me. There's got to be some sort of a cutoff, right? Well, you got the September first. I mean, the call. You got to be on the roster before then to be eligible for the postseason. By the way, if you're talking about September call-ups. Like I said, if you people, you find folks out there in Baltimore, this might be a time for you to meet every single player that will be playing for your team in the next three to four years because that entire freaking triple-A and double-A affiliate oh. will be up. Oh, yeah, will be up are. in September. Because, uh, you know, Eric came in a little bit before, uh, before, uh, after the show started, and we, as soon as the show started, thanked the Baltimore's for participating this year's MLB season because they were the first team mathematically eliminated from postseason wow. contention. Okay, and so it's... It, be, who's the next closest? It's August 21st, and the Orioles are out of it. It's amazing. We could have told you... I don't know. Three months ago, May twenty first, the freaking Orioles were out of it. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know how far back. They're like forty games back. It's it's bad though. It's yeah. freaking bad. But anyway, that's what happened with the sports world. It's interesting stuff, Chuck. It's interesting stuff, totally. man. I mean, you know, baseball teams now they're, they're starting to make their they're starting to make their rosters. They're getting their rosters set for for postseason action. Um, you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on NFL preseason wise. I don't even really want to get into it too much because, you know. You have A.J. McCarron, who goes down for the Jets. So now it gives a chance for Donald, uh, Josh Donald to start. Not the Jets, you mean the Bills. The Bills, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so it gives a chance for... Um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I don't know why I'm thinking the Jets. Because I think Donald's going to start, that's why. But Josh Allen, totally. he's going to go in there. Uh, he'll probably win the job over Peterman. But yep. McCarron's having a second opinion. But I can go ahead and give... I, I will go ahead and give you a second opinion right now. You suck. <laughs> you suck, A.J. McCarron. Seriously. There's your second opinion right there. He's not going to help the Bills win he anything. He got carried by that defense. Listen, that Buffalo Bills thing, it, that Buffalo Bills offense is going to be in trouble. And mm-hmm. if here is your first tip from your old buddy Lou here in, in fantasy world, uh, do not draft the Buffalo Bill. No. <laughs> do not draft one offensive position uh, for Shady's. Buffalo Bill. LaShawn McCoy is the only horse that's worth drafting. And I, to, to, for me, I'm not even – listen, you can – on sheer volume alone, he's worth drafting. But to be honest with you, I'm not, I wouldn't touch him with the stick. Now, last year I was all over him. But this year, I'm sorry, man. They got Kelvin Benjamin out there to throw the ball to, and he's – listen, Kelvin Benjamin looks like he ate Kelvin Benjamin. Yes, he did. He seriously does. And, and with what's Peterman his and Josh – uh, His beef is, is that Cam Newton is a bad quarterback. Man. He's a bad quarterback. He, he really is. He gets so much hype to be – like that he's the greatest – He's a great athlete. Yes. Cam Newton's a phenomenal athlete. He's a, he's a physical specimen. The guy's a freaking linebacker playing quarterback. And if you ever notice, he's one of these guys who, who, who have this really slow release because he throws off his back. He throws from way back because he's got the arm power to do it. He's got the strength to do it. Yeah. And he can run. He can take off. He has moments. But he's, you know, he's not your traditional drop back and pass quarterback. Is he the guy that doesn't put in the homework? That's what I always wondered about him. Was that one season we saw, was that, was that Cam Newton actually putting in the work? The MVP season? Yeah, the MVP season. I don't think – I think Cam Newton's – here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. These, these football guys, right, these quarterbacks and stuff Man. like that, a lot of these NFL players, you get them in a room and, look, to sound ignorantly, they're dumb as rocks. Okay? They're dumb as rocks. We're not rogue scholars here. No. But you put them in front of a chalkboard, they know X's and O's. Yeah. They know X's and O's, okay? They, they understand the game. They understand plays. They understand where to go with the football. They're instinctive. They, they, they know all this. They have the feel. It's like, you hey, know, it's their craft. They're, you know, that's what they do. They don't understand. They might not understand literature. They might not understand mathematics. They might not understand science. 
but they get football. You put them on a football field, and everything just, just you know, all the lines fade away. Everything makes sense. You know what I mean, Charles? They're so, all comm majors in college, right? Exactly. So Somebody else was here, too. He's intelligent football-wise. I'm sure they all are. I know you said a joke, Charlie. I'm letting it go. No, that was me. Okay, I'm just letting it go, okay? So, so anyway, so what I was talking about is that, you know, you have that story going on, and locally it looks like Nick, uh, what you call it, uh, Nick Foles is going to play probably the half yeah. of the, uh, the third, the third preseason game, which is, you know, which is the dress rehearsal for the first game of the regular season. Uh, Carson Wentz uh, on the cover of Sports Illustrated yes. is – Can you watch more getting, than a half? No, no, I can't watch more than a half. It's getting to the point where I can't even watch more than a quarter of regular football. The, 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 this, new, this new penalty, this new leading with the helmet penalty is going to destroy the NFL. See, I, I disagree. Really? Yeah. Do you know why? Because it's not about concussions. Everybody thinks it's about concussions. It's about tackling correctly. It is about tackling correctly. And it drives me nuts but the watching problem is, these But they've, they've already made several calls, you can see, that of, of, of plays that should not be a penalty. No. They're calling a penalty. So I don't know. Until they get... I, I think it's going to be bad for the league. The NFL itself is becoming unwatchable. It's yeah. start, it really is. It's starting to become unwatchable. The Philadelphia Eagles won the last legitimate Super Bowl. Can we agree to that? I mean, um, the last football Super Bowl was won by the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, for the most part. I could say, yeah, because with the rule change, like I said, it, it's, it's just, it's just going, to, it's going to alter the way the game is played. It's going to alter the way the game is called. It changes everything, man. And there's already so much crap going on around uh, the league itself, you know, surrounded with all the, the, the bad people that are, you know, the, the, the criminals that are playing in the league. Yeah. You have, um, you know, every single uh, uh, political stance being taken around, uh, around the league. Mm-hmm. People are tuning out because of that. People are checking in. I mean, it's just, it, it's becoming just, it's just freaking tired, man. I'm just tired. I'm tired of watching a product that just is not even no longer the product. I came to watch a football game. And when, now what am I watching? I'm watching, I'm, watching, I'm watching someone beat the drum for this. I'm watching someone talk about this. I'm watching someone talk about that. I'm watching someone bitch about this. I'm talk, watching someone talk about that. I'm like, it's not even football anymore. And the product that's on the field, the game has changed. And I'm not one of these guys that's like, oh, you should be elbowing guys in the face and punching guys in the mouth, and he got jacked up and all stuff like that. But it's just the way the game is played. The game is just different. It doesn't, it doesn't seem as fluid anymore, man. It just doesn't seem as fun to watch, and to be honest, man, it's just... I have two questions on that. First... It's, it's, it's just become... It's become... Like, I, I guess I'm at the point where it's like I just turn it on because it's the in thing to do, and this is where I set myself apart, and this is where I may not even be tuning in as much as I used to because you know me, Charles. I'm no sheep, buddy. Yeah, I don't no, wear wool, not. man. I'm 100% cotton. You know what I mean? And <laughs> the thing is is that I, I can't just follow suit and just watch it to watch it. No. You know, like, I, I mean, I, 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 I follow the league. Do you watch league. Thursday Night Football? I do. I, I, I watch. I oh, study. I well, can't. the reason why is because I do study the, the game. I study the league because, you know, for fantasy, what we do, yeah. and it's for fantasy. And that, that's – and let's be, let's be real. The only reason the NFL even exists anymore is because of fantasy football. Oh, totally. People who knock it, the reason why the Sports league is still betting. going is because of fantasy football, because of the gambling as well. Yeah. Gambling and fantasy football are the only reasons it exists. Because yeah. if not, people really wouldn't care. It's what makes, makes people want to watch. I mean, I can't watch Thursday nights because I haven't been doing fantasy for the last two or three years. It kills me. Yeah. I can't watch Thursday nights. It's unwatchable. It's the worst product. And I blame Roger Goodell. He honestly should have been removed from his job. Well, I blame the scheduling because the games that are put on there are just horrible. But, no, I, but you, how does somebody prepare for a Thursday night game on, when they played on Sunday? I mean, how do you do that? You're a pro, man. 
Uh, You're a pro. That's I a work recovery. I right work doubles. There. I get that, but those men. I mean, what did you you played football growing yeah, up? Yeah, I right? did. Do you remember the day after a football game? It all hurt. It all hurt. Yeah, but two days later, it didn't hurt. See, but with these guys, it's two, three days later. But these guys have been doing it all year long, man. They're used to taking these hits. I don't know. I, They're I used to taking the hits. I, I just don't think these coaches are able to, to just get it together. So what would day. you do? I would just get rid of it? Eliminate Thursday night football. Would you have Saturday? No. Nothing. Just I Sunday. would go Sunday and Monday. That's it. You're oversaturating people with football. That's part of the problem. That's the point. No. That's the, the point. The point is that's, but that people stop. want more football. That's the point. No, Cut Thursday nights out. You have Saturday and you have Sunday. It'll make it better for fantasy because how many people missed their, their lineups because they didn't know there was a Thursday night game? Uh, well, that's, that's on you, though, man. You see, that's rule number one. Nah. Rule number one, if you're going to play fantasy football, understand there's football getting played on a freaking Thursday. It, but, but today, but, but listen, I don't know. We got someone on, we got someone on the line now. It's a New Jersey phone number. We have no call screen. Jack's been busy. Where's Jack, I don't know, he's working, he's doing other stuff. He's not I don't, in the I back? No, he's not in the back. He's, he, like I said, man, he's been really busy working. The, the, the Funkin' Fantasy crew has been busy, man. They're making money. They're doing things. Hey, but I, we got a phone call moves. here. Maybe they got something to talk about, uh, you know, about this, the, the Thursday Night Football. Maybe we want to talk about something we talked about earlier. Who the hell knows? But 609-315, you're on the air. 609-315, you're on the air. Not only are you breathing heavily, but uh, I can hear the window down. How's it going? What's up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Is that Joe Rafino? Yes, sir. Hey, Joe, what's up, buddy? Can you do me a favor? Can you roll your window up, pal? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take his off Bluetooth. Hold on, man. Thanks, man. I'm trying to be, uh, trying to be a responsible driver. Hold on. <laughs> you're, calling, you're calling this show, Joe. There's nothing uh, responsible better? about that, pal. Oh, sounds like Oh, that sounds so much better, man. So Joe Rafino right, is a cool. staple here at the, at the yes, Funk and Fancy podcast. He couldn't be here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, uh, he's nice enough to call in as I'm trying to close the show. Keep me here for a few more minutes, so I appreciate Sorry, that. Sorry, bro. No, no, don't apologize, man. It's good, it's good to hear <laughs> no, you. I was, I was trying to, I just, I just got out. I was trying to shoot over there, and I was like, ah, it's not going to happen. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, so listen, I man, don't, to, don't uh, even worry about it. Give you guys a call real quick. I got it. Like, I was inspired by being around a bunch of doctors this afternoon. So, so you if you want to start them, sit them, castrate them, I'll uh, hit you up with a couple. You go for it, man. Let's go for it. All right, man. All right, so um, we're going to go with uh, Doc. From Back to the Future. Okay. We're going to go... Hmm. Shit, I got to check my uh, notes. I forgot good. the other one. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, Jesus, Moonlight Joe. Graham. We got, we got Doc <sighs> Graham. Moonlight from, Graham. Uh, Doc Moonlight Field Graham. Mm-hmm. And the last guy, which I liked this reboot. had Marlon Brando in it. It was uh, kind of entertaining. It was uh, Island of Dr. Moreau, so we'll go with uh, Dr. Who Moreau. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah, who was that? All right, I'm, all right. This 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 will be this will be easy. I'm starting Doc Brown. Yeah, totally. You gotta start Doc Brown, dude, of because course. you're going back to, to the, the future. future. You go, you're going back to the future. <laughs> Do you get it? You understand? We're not going to. We're going back I to got it. You. Yeah. We're going back to it. So, starting Doc. I'm starting Emmett Brown, Doctor Emmett Brown. Yes. All right. I'm gonna well, sit. Well, you got the name. That's good, man. I didn't even. I couldn't remember his name. Come nice. on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm Back to the Future aficionado. Here. I love Back to the Future. I've watched it every year, the whole trilogy. <laughs> you have to do it. Um, so you have, I'm going to start Emmett Brown. I'm going to sit. What's the name of that guy you gave me the last guy? The Marlon Dr. Brando. Dr. Moreau? Yeah. I'm going to sit him because Brando played him. Yeah. It's the only reason why. 
I'm just going to sit him. I'm going to let Brando sit there and just, just wear whatever costume. I have no idea what it was. And I'm going to castrate Moonlight Graham. The guy wasn't worth a damn. He really oh. wasn't. And you shouldn't be winking oh, at the pitcher. Man. You shouldn't be winking at the pitcher, all right? Because he deserved to get beamed with that freaking pitch, all right? That's why it was his only at bat. All right? It wasn't because of all this other crap. It's because he was winking at pitches. And then word got around. Word Ooh. got around. And they started saying, hey, listen, kid. We're, we're not even going to wait for you to wink. We're just going to start peppering you with fastballs. And he got the hell out of there. That's what happened. Oh man! I always, triple, I always castrate the, I always castrate those little cocky bastards. He's out of there. I'm starting <laughs> them too because I'm starting Doc Brown because. Oh, uh, that's a good one. So you're starting Doc Brown. Oh, it, and I'm just following suit there, Luigi, because I don't know who the, uh, I don't know who the Brando character is, and I agree he shouldn't have been winking. He shouldn't have been winking. No, you don't wink at a opposing pitcher. Joe, what about you, Joe? You were a pitcher, and you were opposed by many a hitter, and many a hitter have, have gone long <laughs> on you. But now if anyone ever just, uh, everyone stepped into that box, Joe, and they winked at you like they knew what was coming, would you not be putting one high and tight? No. I would have actually hit the guy. See? I figured. You that's, see what I'm saying? That's the difference with me. That dude's getting drilled. So you would have castrated him? Actually, what I would have did, I would have flipped it on him. I would have played back at him. I would have blew him a kiss. <laughs> I would have him a kiss. I would have yeah. I'd have, I'd have, I would have really messed with his mind. You know what I'm saying? That happens in wrestling. Does yeah. it? Like when guys try to do weird stuff like that to you, just do it right back. Really? Got to get in their head. I just don't understand that though. Like, what's? The, I don't understand why guys got to do gay shit, like to each other, like in the middle of stuff. And I'm not trying to take any shots like the LGBTQ community yeah. at all. Um, and I'm not using the word gay in like a derogatory word. But like, but why do guys have to like act in homosexual ways towards one another just to kind of like? I, I just don't get it. I never understood. Like I don't understand the guy. Like you're walking around, you just like I don't understand. Like you're walking around, you just kind of like just tapping each other's junk, junk. like. Why yeah. don't you just, just, just go down on a guy? It's the just, just fucking go down on him. Like, I don't understand. Like, I never, I never walked up to another human being. I never, I never walked up to another guy and tapped him on the penis. No. Never. I, I don't understand that. Like, even the front tap, you know, the ball tap, whatever. I, I don't get it. No, I've done it in revenge. I always wore a cup, so I didn't care. So you're a smart I man, Joe. It. It's not your first rodeo. You've, you've been tapped in the, in the penis several times, and you will not be tapped uh, again, Joe. Now, when somebody does some of that, that stuff true. towards right. you... You do it back in revenge, twofold. I, that's how I always took. No, it. I got I got oh, tapped yeah. in the, I got tapped in the nuts once, right? Yeah. And then, so if I, okay, if you're a guy, right? You know this. Mm-hmm. Crystal, cover your ears. If you're a guy, right? There's this one sensitive just part, not just on your on your nuts, but like on the around the 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 the, the top region. Yeah. If you the hit taint? it, ju- if you uh, no no not the taint, Joe, get you go around front. You got to go around front. Above. You got to go around front. If you if you if you touch if you bit. touch this part of the of the actual penis itself, it's like a it, it, dude. It's like a stinging pain, right? Yeah. It, it, like and it really hurts. And this this asshole got me like right there, right? Mm-hmm. And I dropped down, and he like you know starts laughing. He gets up, he's like, oh no, hit backs. I stood up, I punched this son of a bitch so hard in his face. <laughs> you, I, I, I busted his nose all like you didn't go for. He was like, dude, we were just playing. This is five minutes after he gets up from the like just blood everywhere. He's like, we were just playing. I'm like. Dude, you, you, you just tapped me in the freaking penis. Yeah. And it hurt. And you How said, old were you? You said, no, I was like 17 years old. You, oh, said, no, you said, no tap backs. So I punched it dead in the freaking nose. Don't touch me, dude. I don't think it ever <laughs> happened to me after middle school, but if it would have, that would have been just. People are still doing it now in their 30s. Jeez. Right, exactly. Dude, you dick. There's right? guys, like this, those are guys that are in the closet. It's, I just don't, still doing it I don't get it. It's, it's, it's the guy. It's, it's the same guys who are just saying the same dick jokes over and over again. It's the, it's just pathetic, dude. They're in the, the frat just, guys or something. 
It is. That's what it is. It's, 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 it's the Saturdays are for the boys crowd. That's what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got to pound 75 Milwaukee's best so I can prove to everyone else that I can go catapult myself off this deck and jump into a freaking a, a, a baby pool from 75 feet in the air and make sure someone's Snapchatting it because I'm going to snap my neck on the way down. That's what it is, dude. They subscribe to Barstool? Get clicks, man. Yeah. Got to get the clicks. Got to get the clicks, man. Meanwhile, you know, parents are paying for your tuition. Thanks, Dad. I can't, I, I, I can't stand it, dude. I can't stand these freaking people. I wish they would just all fucking die, man. I hate them. I I'm sorry, dude. Sorry, Joe. I, I can't believe I said that. I'm just, I've been really, like, I've been calm. All right. Now, Joe, listen, here's the thing, right? So we, we talk, and I got a lot of friends everywhere, and we got a lot of friends on, on social media that listen to the show. And, yeah. and, and you, know, we're, 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 you know, we're like family. But there's, there's people, you know, like Corrado and, and Rafino and, you know, yourself too, Charlie. You know, we've yeah. become kind of close. And, and Rafino and I, we talk a lot. Like we do. We, we talk a lot. And, and Joe knows, you know, I've been going through some stuff, right, Joe? I mean, you know this. And we, we've, we've talked on a, you know, on, yeah, on a serious matter. So I got a lot. And I, I've been very, very, I would say timid lately. Right, like I haven't really been my usual outburst self. Voiceless. Right, like no, because like no. I've got a lo- I've got a lot of anger built up. Yeah. I've got a lot of frustration built up. Yep. And I and I've 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 held it back. I've held it back for for several reasons. And it's because you know I really don't want to just voice my opinion, which is beyond true, on several different subjects. And, I, and I'm not here to do that tonight. What no. I'm saying is. But when there are certain things, like the people that I just got done describing, that really just set me off. I got you. That just set me off. You're all wearing the same freaking swimming trunks. You're all freaking, you're all wearing the same flip-flops. You got the same flipping haircuts. You drink the same flipping beer. You talk about the same flipping things every flipping day. And you know why you do it? Because that's what everybody else is doing. And they have no substance. No substance whatsoever. And I can't stand it. Seriously, if you turn, if you could put on Snapchat, Instagram, okay, are the two biggest proponents for this. Oh, yeah. And you can look at one of them. The characters may be different, but the play is all the same. And they got all the same photos, and they got all the same stunts. You know, and, and like, they're, like, and you have the, the, the groups out there who, like I said, who, who just beat the drum to make noise. You don't have no idea what you're talking about. You, you, you say, you, 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 you preach facts that are false. You, you go on stories that you've heard on, t- on, on these long tales that have been told, and you have no idea what you're talking about yeah. because you do, you do no such good for yourself to actually go to the other side and get those stories, right, yeah. and, get, and get the actual truth, right? Nobody likes to walk in another person's shoes I- anymore, and that's, that's the problem. And then you have, like, the bully mentality. Like, social media is basically turned into a grade school lunchroom like, this, someone took a grade school lunchroom and just flipped it into social media and said, have at it, everybody. We're all at our designated tables. Am I right, though? Am I, and, Joe, am I wrong? I mean, it's almost just like, you know, no, you know the, the, the jocks are hanging with the jocks. The skaters are hanging with the skaters. The girls are with the girls. You got the mean no, girls. You got the, you got the jerk-off guys. You got and the, if you have more go ahead, Joe. You have more followers than somebody you're arguing with, you automatically win, it seems like. Yeah, yeah it's like a popularity contest you know, that's with what that. It goes, that's the, yeah, and that's how it goes. You know, that's how everything's decided. Oh, I got more followers. I must be right. Right. Everybody, okay. everybody wants to play follow the leader, but nobody wants to be the leader. No. And just because you yell the loudest doesn't make you the, doesn't make you the, the, the bravest in the room. It doesn't make you the smartest in the room. It doesn't make you the winner. It doesn't make you right. You know, and that's the other thing, too, is it's like, you know, people want to have arguments. Yeah. And then, you know, there's all this thing on, on social media that everyone wants to just alienate other people. You mute people, you block people. And you know what? Do whatever you want to do. Do what makes you happy. See the content you want to see, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it's just 
it's just turned into a place of, uh, of, just, of just hate and disgust. And if you, if you have any kind of opinion that goes aside from what anyone else feels or thinks, you're automatically attacked. Yeah. And that's not right. That's not right. Like, again, like you, you sh- if, if you don't agree, like I've had plenty of discussions with people. Yeah. You know, I, I'm also, th- I'm 36. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown man. I've been through a lot. I'm still learning. You know, I may never get to where I need to be, to, where, I never, where I need to be, but yeah. I aspire to get to somewhere, which is the most important thing, right? Yeah. So as you do that, yep. you can't do that, though, if all you do is talk and don't listen. Now, I sign that sounds kind of ironic because I'm doing a talk show and all I'm doing is talking. <laughs> but I do listen, though, because off air, I do listen to things that are being said to me as I'm talking. Now, I may I always agree. I may not always take the advice, but I'm listening. Yeah. I'm gaining information because later on, this is the best part is that later on, while I'm doing my research on whatever subject I want to research, or while I'm doing my investigation on whatever person I want to investigate, whatever, the, whatever it is they're talking about or doing, or whatever particular topic it is, I can always revert, there's always that little revert back in your mind that goes, oh, wait a minute, I remember, I remember this guy telling me this too. And it's like, well, you know what? I look at this differently now. I look at this just a little bit differently. And that's all the difference where you can find the meaning of the other, purpose, the other person's purpose, whether it be good or bad, in their side of it. That's the difference, man. And that's what understanding is. And yep. that's the only way, the only way we will ever end divide in this country. Yep. It's the only way you will ever end racism, socialism, right and left. It's the only way is yep. to be able to understand the other person's side. Not that you have to agree with it. Not that you have to follow suit. But to be understanding, empathetic, sympathetic, and be able to just be human. That's it. And not be a sheep. That's the difference. And until that happens, it's never going to change. And here's the sad reality. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So we might as well just go back to where we were in the freaking 1800s because that's exactly what the time we're living in right now. Isn't it amazing? It's cowboys and Indians, boys and girls. That's it. Oh, I don't even know if it's that. <laughs> I think we're yeah. like... Well, we're it's not- cow... Well, I, well, I don't know. I mean, cowboys cowboys so- might be disrespectful to the horse. I, I don't freaking know. I don't want to offend anybody. People are so eager to be like the peasants. You know? I mean, they just want to be... They want to have a lord. Right. And they're waiting for like the person with the most followers to come out there on social media and going... Wait, 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 wait. They're about to speak. Yeah. Listen, they're about to speak. And they throw the breadcrumbs and run, my little follower, run. Spread the breadcrumbs all along the land. Spread it. My favorite is, I mean, just because Trump is wrong, people think that makes Hillary Clinton right. And that's not how this works. I mean, there could have been two wrongs. I mean, I don't know. That's not my decision to make. But just because you think Trump was wrong... That really doesn't make Hillary Clinton right. And, and vice versa. Though. And vice versa. Exactly. And the other way around. But you hear more from the yeah, people. Yeah, that's a good that point, are, I mean, you hear more from the people that are on the, the left Look, because they lost. But like I said, it's a screaming match on both ends. And that's how it, and, that, and, that, and that's the reason why it's never going to stop. No. But getting back to the whole thing is that I do have a lot of this. Like, I, I am a passionate person. Yeah. I am a passionate person. And some of that is starting to come back out a little bit, as you can just tell <laughs> right there. Um, and it's an edge, you know. It's 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 an edge, and it's not a it's not a it's not a, an arrogant edge. It's not a cocky edge. You, you mean listen, if you have to tell someone you're humble, you're not really humble. Yeah. I mean, my friends that do know me, my the, pe- the people that matter to me in this world, in this life, 
they know how hardworking and how humble of a human being I really am, how selfless I am yeah. when it comes to those things. Um, but I do have an edge, and that's what keeps me sharp, and that's what keeps me going, and that's what keeps me motivated. Mm -hmm. And it just happens to be that when I see this kind of behavior, it just hurts me to the core as a human being because I just look at it and I just shake my head and I go, the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, I share Earth with you? Yeah. Like, that's why, like, when they, when they just, like, forget the moon and forget, like, Jupiter and Mars. Like, when they get a way to get to Venus, about, I'm going to Venus. How about Uranus? <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to Venus. Not Mons Venus in Tampa Bay, which is one of the most famous strip clubs in, you know, in, in the world. You ever heard of Mons Venus? No, I've never. Freaking, oh, dude. I never, I, I, Mons Venus, bro. Look it up. Yeah, I've heard of Dude, you go to yeah, Mons yeah, Venus. It's like Cirque Soleil in that bitch, dude. I'm oh, telling really? you. Oh, dude, you're talking acrobats who strip. Oh, wow. It's amazing, dude. They have like underwater acts. This is like, this is the major leagues, dude. I'm sure guys aren't throwing dollar bills like that, are they? They take credit cards. Oh, wow. It's crap. They got slots on their G-strings. It's incredible. Where do, they, <laughs> where do they swipe? Oh, they swipe them there? Yeah. You know, well, dude, you got the, you know, you know, they, they got the card readers on the cell phones. <laughs> they just hook it up right there. Just, just swipe. Wow. You can get a lot oh, of trouble okay. that way. So anyway, um, my point being is that I'm going to get back to a lot of these rants. Like, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit more like myself. You know, I, I really am. And it's, it's, it's going to be a long road, but I'm going to get there. And, I, you know, and, and hopefully the, the, the goal is for me to, to be back to my normal self, to be a better self, and to, to, to someday get to a point where I can sit back one day when it's all over and I'm old and slightly gray. Just a little gray. I'll probably just a touch. I, I use it, you know, just, just for men, just a touch. No, I wanna, yeah, just for men even now. when I'm 90, when I got that two or three strands up there, yeah. you know, I still want to go. I don't want to go all gray. Maybe like I put highlights in, okay. you know, frosted tips, let the bangs <laughs> grow out. Uh, I, 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 I want to be able to look back and just go, you know, I, I, was, I, was, a, I was a good guy. You know, I did, I did the best I could. I made mistakes, and I did the best I could, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't follow everyone else's path. I, I took my own. Do you know what the you opposite know? of passion is, Luigi? What? It's apathy, man. Yep. And you don't want to be apathetic. Nope. No. Hell no. Hell no, brother. Joe, thanks for calling in, brother. Yes, I appreciate sir. it, man. You, uh, you good? You got it, man. Have a good night, guys. You too, brother. Yeah, that's good, man. Be well, man. All I'll, right, talk, to you, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Later, buddy. Joe Rafino, right. everybody. That was a, you know, I wasn't planning on Joe calling in. He just kind of called in. He's driving home. And the um, conversation got a little bit deep there for a few minutes. And I apologize to those people out there listening in who want to hear just a bunch of slapstick and, you know, drops. But sometimes we talk about some other stuff. You know, I don't really dive into too much of, like, the, the, the religion part of it and the other no. stuff. But, you know... When it comes down to the way the world is working and what social media has done to it, it just scares the ever-loving crap out of me. Now, Charlie, usually we do the Tuesday 10. Well, it's 8.30 p.m. We are 30 minutes over, and I've got to work tonight. Well, I understand that. But you've got 10 questions. I do. And God damn it, Charles, we're going to do those 10 questions. I got some uh, humdingers tonight, too. All right. Do you have any hummers tonight? Because I could use no, one for the I show. do not have any right. hummers. So I'm going to be the only one doing the Tuesday 10 tonight. All right. All right. So we all know how this works. Charles comes in. He gives us 10 questions uh, throughout the course of his day. I answer them. I have no idea what the hell they are. Then he posts them up on Twitter later on for the, for the world to ask. Now, I haven't seen Crystal before the show started for an hour, like the hour before the show started. I didn't see her once. The last seven minutes of the show, 26 times in and out. 26 <laughs> times in and out. All right, Charles. Tuesday 10. Wrap right, it up. Ready? All right. What lie about yourself would you defend to your grave as a little kid? What lie about myself? Yeah. 
you remember when you were a little kid? Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad's Superman, or like things like that. Uh, but about yourself, though, right? Oh, well, yeah, yourself or your family. I, I'd, I'd, I'd give that a pass. All right, so when I was in, I was playing, I guess, like, Little League, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went to Harding J. Middle. Okay. So I was Harding Middle School. Um, which, if anyone lives in Philadelphia area, knows it's not in a good neighborhood. <laughs> uh, so... They have this huge baseball field across the street from, from Harding, right? Yeah. And I was playing. I, I was up the bat, right? You know, you know me. I was like big out, dude. I was a yeah. short little stocky kid. You know what I mean? I hit dingers. That's what I do, right? <laughs> um, well, that's what I usually do, but I didn't that day. Mm-hmm. So there's this fence, and this thing's probably like 520 dead center, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like 12 years old. So I said that I, I hit the ball out of, out of Harding. Nice. I, it it maybe went like a hundred feet. Like I, I, I don't know. Like it's, I, I didn't. But I did. Like, I was just like, oh, dude, I crushed it. It was like it was gone. Man. You got, I'm telling you, I hit it over that fence. And people, like we measured. It's like five twenty. Yeah. We were talking like McGuire type bomb over here in a little league, coming off a slow pitch machine. Okay. I crushed it, yeah. but it went like a hundred feet. That was that was about it. That was probably a lot. But if anybody asked me today, but if anybody asked me today, that thing cleared the fence. No, oh, yeah. All right. Next question. Would you, while waiting for a seat at a restaurant, leave because your kids are misbehaving? 100%. 100% because here's the thing. I'm there to eat. I'm not there to ruin everyone else's time. Yeah. If my kids can't behave, can't, won't behave, uh, I won't say can't behave because my, my kids would be able to behave. They just are not behaving at the moment. Yep. Uh, if there's any reason for why I cannot get them in order, where there shouldn't be, um, I am not going to ruin everyone else's night out by my kids being an asshole. Definitely. So they get to lose the privilege of going to eat out, mm-hmm. and I'm not ruining everyone else's night. Not happening. It's 100%. the respectful thing to do. Take them out. Next question. You have to write one character off your favorite show. Who is it and why? One character off my favorite show. Nah. <sighs> oh, my favorite show. My favorite show is Seinfeld. Okay. Got to take one of them off. Ugh. They're so good, man. Every character is so good. So deep, too. I'll be honest with you. This is going to sound bad. Jerry. With the Me Too movement, I'm taking Elaine off the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm taking Elaine off the show because, to be honest with you, she serves as, like, an accompaniment to Jerry and Kramer and yeah. George. You and could do jokes. without Elaine. Yeah. I'm just like that. I, I, it's because she's because, because she's one of the but she's one of the mainstays. It's not like I say like I'm taking out like Banya or taking out like the Soup Nazi or something yeah. like that. I'm taking out someone who's always there. Yeah, I, the show there. Seinfeld would still be Seinfeld without Elaine. But it wouldn't be Seinfeld with you. it wouldn't be Seinfeld without Kramer or George. I think that's, I, I don't know if anybody else would agree with that. I agree with but that. But that's just my, that's why I feel. Anyway. I think she's replaceable, I agree. I, I, mean, I thought replaceable, oh, no. but yeah. I'm just saying you could do the show without her. Yeah. You obviously can't do it without Seinfeld because he's... Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, exactly. All right. I don't know if you saw this today. I don't know if you saw this today. There I don't was, know what it is, Charlie. Quit teasing me. A guy in Milwaukee who owns a warehouse near an airport decided that he was going to write Welcome to Cleveland on the roof of this airport. So, if you owned a massive warehouse near your hometown airport, (laughs) 
and it was the first thing people saw when they were landing. What would you write on the roof? <laughs> Welcome to Dumpster Fire USA. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow the freaking ambers as you flow down to Earth. Yeah, that's exactly what I'd write. Welcome to Dumpster Fire USA. That's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would write. I love it. That's pretty good, though. Welcome to Cleveland. <laughs> I, was, I laughed. I rolled on the floor. All right. What non-home place is home no matter how long you've been away? So a place that's not a house okay. you haven't been to, say Moonshine, mm-hmm. that no matter how long you've been away from it, when you get there, it's home. God, man. You're talking to a guy who's been nowhere. Yeah. So it's, it's hard for me to really answer that question. Um, like the old Episcopal Academy campus to me, that's my house. Like that's one of my homes. Okay. I, I understand the question. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I just don't have an answer. No? No, I, I just I don't. I don't, I don't have an answer. Summer camp. I, used to go to. I mean, summer camp? yeah, Eric Cohen over here chimes in. He says a, a summer camp he used to go to. All right. I, 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 don't, I don't have any, I, I just really don't have an answer for that question because there's nothing I would go back to that, that feels like, you know what? I, this sounds like a real, you know, jock kind of a male chauvinistic kind of an answer, but uh, it would be my old gym. Okay. Because I've now moved and all this stuff like that, and I, 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 go to, I can go work out anywhere. But I could always walk back into my old gym, and it feels like I just I never left. Yeah. So that, that would probably be it, yeah, my old gym. All right. How many chances do you give, uh, give to someone to tell you they're going to pay you until you just write them off? One. One? One chance. Okay. You don't get written off. <laughs> you don't get written off. So a little backstory for me. Yeah. Uh, Making some, you know, doing some money and stuff like that. I, I was a bit of a collector. That's, oh. what, that's what I did. So I went and collected money for some local bookmakers. I get you. Um, again, it's kind of funny when, like, the guy who shows up with the perfectly coiffed hair to your house is asking you for several hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars, and you try to shut the door, and then I grab you by the throat and throw <laughs> you outside, and we have an issue. Uh, but you get one chance. Okay. You get one chance. That's it. I'd say, look, if you, Charles, I'm going to tell you, if you said to me, Lou, I need to borrow 50 bucks. Yeah. Charles, here's 50 bucks. No problem. Mm-hmm. I'll give it back to you on Friday. No problem. Charles, I better see you on Friday. I, I don't even say another word to you. I, just, I, I shouldn't have to say another word to you. I'll oh, see you sure. on Friday. If Friday comes and goes and I don't see you, we have a problem. I agree. I'll never say the problem to you. Mm-hmm. I'll, never, I'll wait for the next time for you to see me. If the first thing you do is not walk up and hand me $50, then we have a problem. I agree. Then we have a problem. I think that's the right thing to do. If I loan you money, I shouldn't be chasing you for money. No. Like, seriously, bring it back. Yeah. Or don't lend it if you ain't got it. That's that's, that's the general rule. All right. This goes with darts. What's the best game to play in a bar? Pool, man. Pool. Oh, it brings everybody together. Except for that one asshole. Yeah. Who's just like, you know, who's, you know, you're sitting there, you're obviously playing. I mean, when you're in a bar, you're playing doubles, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're playing doubles with the guys and the girls. And then there's, then there's the guy who comes over and goes, puts the slaps the quarters on the table. That's how you do it. Slaps the quarters on the table. I got next. 
And he's not playing with a doubles partner. He's just like, I want to play singles with somebody. And he's the hot shot who plays pool and everything. And I was, I'm a pool player, too. I, was, I played in the league for a long time. Um, but the guy who comes into the bar and just takes it way too seriously. Yeah. That guy. That guy ruins it for everybody else. Like, you're in pool. Like, you scratched on the eight. You didn't call this. You didn't call a double back. I'm like, dude, I, I don't even know your name, man. Like, we're in a bar, like, doing shots and drinking beer and watching the game. Like, we're, we're not in Vegas and freaking championships. Like, take it easy, dude. I get it. Like, take it easy. And, and is that your own cue? <laughs> like, like, like we're, we're at a seal. Did you bring your own cue to this bar? Like, did you, you were planning on playing pool tonight. Sorry, we're not done here yet. But, yeah, <laughs> pool would be it. Uh, they normally don't allow darts to be played in a bar, not in not a much. corner bar, because if it gets packed, people are walking. And usually the dartboard is always conveniently located by the bathroom. Yep. So it's a high traffic area. And the last thing you want to do is have somebody drunk walking into a dart. It's a problem. Always pub in Upper Darby. Give it a little shout out. Charles, if you're going to do shout-outs to bars, you got to kind of run that by me because I'm not making dime one. Oh, I got you. Got it. <laughs> What's the most corrupt sport? Soccer. Oh, totally. Soccer, pants down, running away. Are you kidding me? No. FIFA's been under investigation more than Trump. <laughs> it's, 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 it's every year. There's, there's, there's match fixes. Uh, you, you've got people just uh, they're changing around seedings. They're doing all kinds. Dude, it's, it is the most corrupt freaking sport. FIFA is... You can't trust FIFA, dude. No. Horses? Joe Quillen says horse racing. Because of the drugs? Because well, of them shooting the horses up? Right. You got to speak up, or you got to like talk into the microphone, because I can't hear you from over there. One of the jockeys at Gulfstream Park uh, didn't give his full effort, and the horse lost by a nose. Okay. So he didn't give it, so he, he laid off. Right, but that's the same thing, though. That's, is, there, is there a fixing in horse racing? Yeah, of course. There's a fix in everything, dude. But, but there's no other more corrupt league than FIFA. There's no, there, it, it's not even close. It's not even close. All right. What activist organization would you end if you could? What activist organization could I end if I could? Oh, God. PETA hands down for me. PETA would... Can I, can I remove vegans from the world? You could. I Is wish. that possible, too? Uh, yeah, uh, it was under PETA. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Jess, Jess made me laugh. That's funny. She said, you know, can we get rid of PETA? I said, how about vegans? And vegans falls under PETA because yes, you get a PETA pocket and things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, I would probably say... As much as it hurts, as much as it hurts to say, I'm going to get so much backlash for this. Probably the LGBTQ. Oh. And here's the reason why. They keep it's because numbers. they're saying that, like, kids should have, like, like, ba- like, parents should ask permission to change the diapers on a kid. Like, that they should choose gender or uh, pronouns wisely. Yeah, it's like. It's gone too far. It's, it's just a little too much. Like, I love what it stands for. And I love the fact that people need to be aware that just because you're different doesn't mean you're any less than. Exactly. I just don't believe in some of it's just a little too much. Yeah. Just a little too much. And it's just that every day, something else. <laughs> like it never freaking ends. You know what I mean? That's the problem. Uh, that would be me. And to a lesser degree, 
it, again, I'm going to catch so much freaking backlash. But I got to be honest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably be some of this Me Too stuff. Yeah. Only because of some people carrying the torch are taking it a little too far. And they just don't know where they're going with it. Like I said, it's... Tutti a tavola a mangiare. That's what Lydia would say. I hit that by accident. Sorry. Um, it would be just, like I said, it's just a little bit too much. Like, it's just, it's attack, 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 attack without gathering any information. Yeah. And if you're getting your information from social media, from Twitter, if that's where you're getting your real news from, it's you're misinformed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not real truth. It's, it's, it's interpretations of the truth. So I would probably do that, and only because of the fact that it's, it's just overwhelming every day. It's yeah. just too much, and it's, it's not healthy. It's anger. Yeah. It's just angry stuff. You know, like, there should be no reason any of that stuff happened. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't happen to these people. Mm-hmm. But it does, and I just wish there was a way to do it without having to use so much violence or so much just angry words. And it, I, it, it's, just, it's just overwhelming, dude. It's overwhelming. It's to the point where it's like, you can't even turn the TV on anymore. You can't turn the radio on anymore. You can't turn... Uh, you can't even turn this podcast on anymore because I'm talking media. about it right now. It's just it's 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 horrible. I have nothing against the movement. It's it's a good thing, but it's like I, I just wish like it just just settle the frick down, man. Like yeah. just settle down. Like everybody just have a drink. Calm the frick down, man. Yeah. I had a customer tell me my brother wasn't welcome at her house anymore because he used the pronoun she to to refer to her to me on the phone, and she overheard it. I'm not following here. What are, you, what are you talking about? I had a female customer. Who was a female? Who was a female. Okay, I'm following. Tell me my brother was no longer welcome at her house to do work, that I had to send another one of our texts because my brother on the phone to me. Oh, said that she is over here. She's over here. So what, were you, what, did you, what, did you, what, did, what would she prefer your brother say? Her or she had another pronoun uh, or they that she wanted used and not she, but never like even told us this. But did she have a, never. I don't understand this. I, I really don't understand this because the only, the like only way, the, the, no, no, the only way I would see that that being a problem or being, again, I'm, now I'm ignorant to this because I'm not this person. So yeah. for some reason it triggers them. Mm-hmm. But the only way I would see it being a problem is if it was a female yeah. Who was openly being a male. No. You know what I mean? Who identified as a man. And then you were to say, she said this. And then that person would say, a respectful person wouldn't flip off yeah. because the other person doesn't know. They would say, actually, I prefer that you don't refer to me as she as I am uh, identify myself as a man. And in that yeah. case, you would go, oh, you know what? Excuse me. I apologize. I didn't know that. But now that I do know. Uh, I will be more respectful in the future. That's it. Like, exactly. That's, that's all you know. You don't just attack. That was just an attack. That's yeah. just, that, doesn't, that doesn't do anybody any good. Her husband just apologized profusely. And I, no, that's, that's good. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's fine. I mean, that's, what you're, it's just, that's just an awkward thing. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. All right, last one. Thank God. What athlete would you love to see switch sports and to what? <sighs> I would love to see... Man, that's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Um, I've been saving that one for a while. Honestly, probably 
because he's one of the greatest athletes of all time, I, I would like to see LeBron James in a football uniform. Yeah. I would, I would like to see what 6'8", 6'9", whatever it is, 280 pounds of just locomotive yeah. does on a football field. So would I. I mean, he might be – you're talking about – Another T.O. type player with the jumping ability of Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Speed of possibly, I don't know, maybe Randy Mossack's speed. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could be a pretty dangerous thing. Yes, you know, for a long time, people in Cleveland were like, you want to help Cleveland? Go play for the Browns. <laughs> you know? Go play for the Browns. Um, My other one? Yep. I wish we could have seen Allen Iverson in a football uniform. I don't. I think it would have been beautiful. I don't. I think he would have got killed. You think? I don't think I think he would have got killed. Allen didn't take care of his body. No. I think I think all five eleven, he was never six foot. He, I no. think all five eleven, hundred and sixty three pounds of Allen Iverson would not last one day. I think he was he would have been better than Deshaun Jackson at run backs. I, I, at everything. I don't even put him at running back, but as a, as a special like a as specialty like a player, receiver, specialty player. Maybe yeah, he maybe you're been, right he there. He would have been Devin Hester, but even better. That's that was always my thought. He would not only have been Devin Hester on, in, in runbacks. No, I don't think he would have been Devin Hester. I think he would have been more like a Dante Hall type, like um, the human joystick yeah. kind of thing. I think well, he would be more. That's what like, I mean. Yeah, like I think he would be more like a Dante. But that you know, I, I I can see it now. You know what? As a specialty player. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. I, I don't think it. I don't think like he was a quarterback. Yeah, in no, high school, I, I don't think he would have. I ever think he would have quarterback. To switch to wide receiver, and return man. Maybe. Maybe he's like an Anquan Randall L kind of yeah. a guy. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I guess so. Locally ties. Yeah. Well, that's a Tuesday 10, everybody. Is that it, Charlie? You yeah, done? That's all. all right, perfect. That was good. <sighs> I can't even hit a Royal Round of Applause. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's been a freaking crazy show, man. Hey. Next week's going to be nuts because it's going to be, gonna be, gonna be the, the third week of, of, of the NFL regular season is going to be finished. Yeah. So we're going to get the dress rehearsal is done. Huh? No, no, of the preseason. Sorry. <laughs> so the regular season is going to be getting ready to get started. Mm-hmm. It's the final dress rehearsal. So we're going to be doing the epic. We're going to go down, give them a win, give them a, win, give them a loss, dog, for the Philadelphia Eagles, the yeah. return NFL champions. I'm going to be making our divisional uh, predictions, okay. our, our bowl predictions for the year, and our Super Bowl predictions for the year. Because it's not a, a, a freaking fantasy show. If you're not, I mean, a football show if you're not doing that, right? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we got to make those. Our prognostications sure to go wrong. Then we are also, I'm going to also be teasing some of my fantasy stuff because the big fantasy spectacle will be happening that following Saturday for the big, for the big draft party. Oh, yeah. So what I'm going to be doing that day is I am going to be giving my bold predictions for fantasy football. Okay. okay? Um, but you got, if you want my actual picks, and people do, people do, because contrary to rare belief, I am very good at what I do in fantasy <laughs> football. Okay, And I'll be giving out my... My top 10 players at every position, okay. guys that you need to draft, guys that you shouldn't draft, and I'm, you know, it's the, you know, the, the love-hate kind of a thing. I'll give you my, 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 rookie, my rookie guys. I'll give you my second-year bust-out players to go ahead and take a look for. I'll give you, the, uh, you know, my, um, my little draft strategy. Okay. Okay? But the big, the big stuff is going to be coming in the lead-in show, which starts at 5.30 that following Saturday for the big spectacle. And we got a couple little special, you know, little, little wrinkles coming in for the fantasy show. We got some, some fun guests might be calling in, a few people showing up. It'll be a good time. Uh, make sure you're checking it at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter uh, during the week, and I'll be posting all the, the details for that as we go along. Uh, in the meantime, i got to fire up this, this bad boy. Where the hell is it at? 
It's time for old Dirty Bastard to come in. Time to close this show down, ladies and gentlemen. Did a lot of talking. My voice is hoarse. It's hoarse, dude. I like took a Smarty Jones? I took... <laughs> well, like Barbara, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I got you. So they took the... Uh, we took the... Uh, some people looked up like, hey, how you doing? So we took, uh, we took a one-week hiatus two weeks ago. We came back last week stronger, better than ever. And now this week, I'm tired. Yeah. Tired, man. I was, I've been running a lot. I took up, I took up jogging. Hour could, and 48 minutes. Or it could be jogging. could no. be a soft J. Uh, I've, been, I've been pushing myself, man. I got that. Ch- Ch- Charlie. How far? I'm running eight and a half minute miles now, bro. Nice. That's kicking up the speed, brother. Yeah. All right. We're kicking up the speed. You were at 10? 10, 10.30? I was running 10, 10 and a half minute miles last week. I, I decided to, uh, to, to hit the afterburners now and start pushing myself to levels I never before thought I could reach. Oh, wow. No one's chasing me. I'm running and running for myself. That's what it is. I, I, but I, He's showing off for the ladies I, in South I can never get away from myself or run for my, or, or get close enough. That's, that's the difference, man. But anyway, make sure you're following at uh, Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. All the questions will be up tonight, uh, tonight later on. Yeah. And they were good. They were solid this week, man. I like them. I, I think they, they, were, they, were, they were. They were some of your best yet, my friend. I want to thank everyone for coming out tonight. Each and every each and every Tuesday night, make sure you find myself at Luigi Curto twenty two on Twitter. Uh, I've been quiet, but I'll start to pump back up a little bit more as the uh, the weeks come on. Yeah. And uh, again, make sure you follow the show at Funkin Fantasy. I'm I'm Luigi Curto. Remind you never turn it down. Always turn it up. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.